Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing, and I know how to catch it. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hey everybody welcome to the program episode 2903 the award-winning podcast never not funny my name is jimmy pardo but you know that because uh, you subscribed to the program and you downloaded this or maybe you're listening to it in a streaming fashion uh, either way, you knew what you were getting into when you came here. This, There's no surprise. Nobody's going to jump out from behind me and go, ah, it's a trick, it's Dax Shepard. You know exactly <laughs> who's here and why. And you're here. And you know why you're here. You know why you're here. We know why we're here. And let's make that friendship happen. <laughs> Matt, before the show started, yeah. you were singing some Huey Lewis. Mm-hmm. Right? You were singing Power of Love. Well, he every time we before we start, Elliot tests the music, and he used usually uses uh, the the Huey Lewis parody. Oh, I see. Um, I was going because I was going to ask you if you were listening to Eighties on Eight, Nineteen Eighty Five Countdown. I was not. Was that what was on? That was number one. Great. Number one was Power of Love by Huey Newton and the Lou's. Interesting because we know that uh, I know from recently watching the the uh, the movies that made us episode about Back to the Future. Back to the Future came out in like late July of 1985. So we're saying a month later, top of the charts for that song. Oh, it's got to climb. Yeah. It's got to, hang on. It may have, it may have been released before the song may have been released before the movie, but I think Uh, the movie must've pushed it. Absolutely. As as that soundtrack sold like hotcakes. It did sell very well. And it's got the uh, total of two good songs on it. If I'm not mistaken, it's got the, uh, time, (laughs) the two Huey Lewis songs. And I don't, maybe a third, Garen, do me a favor. Look this up. Look up the track list in the back of the future soundtrack. Well, it's got the, it's got that whoever, whatever session players did the covers of, um, Johnny B. Good and yeah, but those weren't those weren't hits and singles, those right? Were, right, right. Uh, but I know they're on there because I remember listening to. I I love that. Um, what's the other song? What's the other cover? In the, we're going to find out. It's okay. a, the, the young man. I, I want to pull go, it. He's going to go through it all. All right. Back to the Future music from the motion picture soundtrack. Why I, you, I thought of it. I thought of it. Oh, go ahead, yes, man. Earth Angel. You're welcome. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but let's not ignore the fact that Gary went put up his finger as if breaking news was about to happen yeah. and then just is about to re- give me the information that I asked for. <laughs> I, I don't know why that happened. It's I, here, it comes, here we <laughs> go. That's just, that's just your go-to move. Okay, here it comes now. In the same here way that come. George Sr., George Bush Sr. used to do that all the time or whatever. You just, you're this guy. And Bill Clinton was this guy. With what, the what do you think that's for? I don't think there's breaking news. Breaking I don't think there is. I don't think there is. <laughs> I don't, uh, breaking news. I've got the track listing. Uh, all right. So uh, go right ahead. This is the Back to the Future soundtrack that, uh, by the way, did not uh, the, the one pressing of the cover. Uh, you know how they uh, there'll be a hype sticker on a on an album mm-hmm. you know, featuring the hits, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. It was actually on the cover. It was oh, printed it, it, on. It was a, a yellow circle wow. with the. Uh, That's poor form. Um, <laughs> or to your point, maybe the single was already very successful by the time yeah. the album came out, and so why not just put it on there? It saves money, but it. it 
to me, it looks wrong. Don't save money. <laughs> don't, don't save Dave. Hey, speaking of a hype sticker, and this is certainly not why I brought it up. I don't know if you guys saw. Uh, Garen retweeted it. The and I mentioned before the Chicago at Carnegie Hall 16 disc set comes out next week, September the 10th. Mm-hmm. I received my copy as the uh, gentleman involved, and I did not know this was going to happen. But I am on the hype sticker. Oh boy! It says featuring liner notes from Lee Lochnane, Dave Jessup, uh, David Wilde, and then at the very at the last line is and Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's so, not even alphabetical. It's not even it's not even alphabetical, and it's just like at the it's it almost looks like. We got him. Yeah, this is the feature spot. And Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. And I, I, I combine that with two weeks ago, there's a baseball card. Yeah, this is And crazy. now I'm on a hype sticker for a Chicago album. Yeah. Everything's coming to Pardo this summer. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Uh, meanwhile, my uh, Chevy Bolt is being recalled because they catch on fire. Uh, just, <laughs> just really nilly. So, well, so, that's a dream come true. So you enjoy tra- your ride. You want to get rid of it anyway. Yeah. But I, I Are they going to give you a choice? There's a lot of hassle, apparently, in them buying it back. I'm uh, I'm starting the process to have them buy it back. I also kind of came up with a little uh, little side hustle that I think might work. You're going to uh, sell heroin? I'm going to sell, sell dope. <laughs> I'm going to sell dope. I think that's the best way. Let's get yeah. the, you know, let's get some jabs and arms to get this thing going. Sure. <laughs> that's what I hear my president say. Let's get some uh, jabs and arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. This is the uh, Back to the Future soundtrack. <laughs> Number one, it's Power of Love. Power of Love, right off the top. That's it's, a curious, it. it's a curious thing. Power of Love it makes one man weep. Another man sing. That's right. Number two, Time Bomb Town. <laughs> what now? What is that? Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah, you know what? I love Lindsey Buckingham, huh. and I couldn't pull that song for a million dollars. It does not have a Wikipedia page. All right, go ahead. Right I'm, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Yeah. I'm going to say that there is at least one track of just score on this album. I believe this soundtrack sucks. That's, <laughs> oh, there's, the, that's uh, Gilbert yeah. Hager. There's tons. There's a lot of just score. But that's okay. The, the score is one of the best scores. But you don't want to sit in your room and put it. No, it's, 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 a, it's it. a shitty way to do a, a soundtrack album. Uh, yeah, the, you know, uh, there was a, uh, a company at the time called Veris Sarabande oh. that would release the score to yeah. an, uh, a movie while the soundtrack came out elsewhere. That's the way it should be. And uh, so this is, if you go there and you, you oh, I love that you, I love both Huey Lewis songs. Yeah. Well, you could have saved uh, some money, just bought two singles. <laughs> Here's some orchestra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so go ahead. Track three. Back to the Future, Alan Silvestri. Pass. Track seven is one step away. Eric Clapton. We love him. We yeah, love him. Oh, that was, was that off air? That was off the air. Yeah, off yeah. air. What is in this, guys? Everybody's talking about Eric Clapton. He's mm. back better than ever. He's got that hot new track. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. I just think this has got to stop. I can't wait to see him live, man. He's one of the few guys touring. Can't yeah. wait to get out there. Right? With my like-minded people, right? Fuck you and your masks. Let's get out there. I've never enjoyed his music or his guitar playing, but I really like what he's saying. I love his politics. <laughs> so Just, I'm going to go support him. Same as the Nuge, man. Yeah, exactly. They should tour together. Oh, I, but what, what are we? We're six months away from that? <laughs> only because they're the, they're the only two that <laughs> maybe Kid Rock opens. Yeah, sure. Oh, no. Well, his ego wouldn't allow that. No. But. Where's Travis? And Travis Tritt has to fit into there somewhere, too. Has he gone nuts? He's gone nuts too, yeah. And I think one of the big and rich guys has the guy that was on. Oh yeah, uh, the Apprentice. Oh yeah, they got. Oh, they got Trumpified, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Once you go on the Apprentice, you're you're Trump's. Black. Although Brett Michaels doesn't seem to be uh, Trumpified, nor does uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Holly Pete. Was Arnold on the Apprentice? Yeah, I thought he, hosted, he was. He hosted the. He, hosted. Uh, he replaced Trump as host. He did replace Trump as host, but I thought he was also. On no, there's that. no way he's running around selling lemonade. <laughs> he doesn't need to do that. <laughs> there's no a fucking way. governor. 
There's no way. Who needs ice cream? There's no way. That'll cool you down. <laughs> There's no way. That's, that would be like fucking Obama being on The Apprentice. Yeah. Why would he do that? He's huge. He's a host, baby. <laughs> you ain't running around with a wagon. <laughs> um, all right, give us the next track if you would. Arnold and Meatloaf trying to sell ghost cup cookies. Uh, back in time. Gotta go back. I don't love it. I know you said there's two good songs. I don't love that one. I'm saying two good songs because you've heard what else is on here. No, compared to the other stuff, yeah. Yeah. Although I will say that whatever version of Earth Angel is on there, I like. All right, very good. Uh, Back to the Future Overture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Wallflower, Dance With Me, Henry. That's Etta James. Is that in the movie? I'm sure it's somewhere in the movie, yeah. Night Train, Marvin Berry and the Starlighters. Sure. Earth Angel, Marvin Berry and the Starlighters. That's right. Matt loves it. Mm-hmm. I do. Johnny Be Good. And that's Freddie the fly. And that's the whole soundtrack. That's it. Right. Imagine you're a kid, you saved up your allowance to buy that <laughs> is my favorite movie. I love that song by Huey Newton. And then you go to buy it. <laughs> and the rest of it is that even though if you like Earth Angel and you like the other, that's yeah. a that's a shitty use of your allowance. Yeah. That's unfair. I can't remember. I think I borrowed it from a friend. This was years after the movie had come out. Like I somehow bar, like I had got my hands on that and listened to it a lot, but I never would have paid for it. I don't think that's crazy. A lot of people did though. I was this is prime me at the record store. Yeah, this is yeah. right eighty five. Oh, I and by the way, I, I I may backpedal a little bit. It may have been the CD that the hype thing was printed on. Hmm. I'm not the uh, oh, which may have come out a little later. Come, yeah, because that was back in the time when not everything immediately got a CD. Right, release. and if it did, if uh, you would get, uh, you know what, give me five of the album, give me uh, ten of the cassette, and give me two of the CD. That's that's how you'd order that. Yeah, wow. Well. And then uh, you'd go, oh, I guess these CDs are taken off. That flip flopped over the years. I'm sure. Here's why this is a, this, this is 100 true. We uh, the ah uh, oh, shit, Garen, look up Jack Wagner's second album. I just can't pull the name of it. Oh, darn it. It's not Don't Give Up Your Day Job. That's his third. Something about light. Something about rhythm. Of the, not rhythm of the night. That's everybody's. The, Lighting up the night. Lighting up the night. So that album comes in. So we uh, uh, new release Tuesday at the, back in the day. That album comes in and we got uh, probably uh, five albums, uh, probably five cassette and maybe one CD. If, if there was a CD at the time for that. Uh, I'm not kidding around. They sold out in an hour. Wow, and and Keith and I are like, what the shit? We gotta no, we gotta we gotta order more Jack Wagner. So we call up our warehouse. You go, you gotta send us more Jack Wagner immediately. We just sold out. We sold five and five in an hour. And the guy goes, well, let's not get too crazy with the Jack Wagner. Maybe these are you know, maybe that's the only. And I go, you gotta send them. I go, send ten and ten. <laughs> 10 and 10 sat there for about <laughs> until like time to return stock. What happened? I don't know. What was up with those 10 people? It was, time? but it's, and even, and I, I was not that great at ordering. I would, if, if when, when Christmas time came, if you, you know, there were deals, if CBS records would, if you bought five of a title, you got a discount. Uh, and then, so I would buy like the best of Johnny Mathis. I'd buy five of them, even though maybe you'll sell one, mm-hmm. but oh, you got to take advantage of that. So I wasn't great. So, it was one of those where it's like, well, am I overthinking this? And But even Keith was like, we got to get more of this Jack Wagner. <laughs> There's a run on Jack. There's a run on Wags. And uh, flatlined after that. I mean, that's a certain type of artist where there's, it, it's kind of like Never Not Funny. There is a small devoted fan base that will rush in and buy. And then beyond that, tumbleweeds. <laughs> beyond that, brother. Put the plywood up. There's a breeze coming through. It's... Um, Speaking of our fan base, by the way, I had a uh, some more uh, nice phone calls with some listeners on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate uh, the people doing that. We've been having apparently some trouble with the email, so 
uh, as we mentioned, please check your email, check your spam. Uh, if you are signed up, if you have chosen to get a personal phone call, please check that. And then if you could even just respond with got it. If you're not ready to uh, make your appointment yet, mm. that said, we're to the point where, to your point, mm-hmm. a lot of people rushed in to get it done. And yeah. now we're at the people that are maybe hesitant to like, oh, Jimmy says people are jumping in. I'll wait. Uh, right. Let's go. But it's but it's helpful if you respond just so we know, because yeah. because it, it may be that the email is not getting reached right. everybody. So. Uh, also, it's just nice to uh, knock those out because uh, mm-hmm. I had uh uh, a little, uh, it, it all works out. I, d- I don't mind the break in the action, but I had a couple of, you know, I think the 120, the 140 were not filled on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, ah, dad, I want to, you know, because I want to get them done. Yep. And, um, but it was like, you know what? I, I could use a little break right now, go have a little lunch and maybe spend some time with my son as opposed to making these calls. <laughs> yes, Elliot, you're chomping at the bit to say yeah. something. So there is one other possibility, which is we have a new system that we used where we use PayPal. I am noticing that there are plenty of people whose PayPal email address is not one that they check. So uh, you may also oh, yeah, want yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, if that is not the same email as you uh, use for Never Not Funny or it's an old email, if it's an old email that you don't use anymore, uh, just let us know at info at nevernotfunny.com. Otherwise, check that old email address. You may find that that's where it's going. And call. if you don't want it to go there, also, email info at nevernotfunny.com, and we'll switch it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's uh, fair point. what's happening. That's a, I, I, I will uh, repeat what Matt said. Fair point. <laughs> um, anyway, nice phone calls. I had that. It was very nice. Uh, and um, most of those calls, we did speak of Jack Wagner. So it <laughs> okay, uh, sure. worked out very, very well. And uh, by the way, I don't want to ignore this. Uh, some folks from the Houston, Nolens area uh, uh, our thoughts are with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. You're not going to hear this for a week or so. But right. um, boy, that uh, that's crank storm. up that generator and download your podcast. <laughs> you know what? We do bring what joy. We bring joy to people. And if uh, sit up on your roof, yeah. and, and listen to the show. Uh, I'm I'm not making light of the hurricane. I'm not making. Please, I don't want any. Uh, I certainly don't want cards and letters. People. Hmm. saying that uh, I'm not taking the hurricane seriously. I take all disasters seriously. Why? Because one day an earthquake will devastate us <laughs> and I will want the attention that, uh, that is needed. Did you see that video? I don't know how widely spread it was, but it was someone might have been in Louisiana. I don't know, but it was a guy in a truck and he had his camera running and there was just a big like warehouse and then suddenly the entire roof of the warehouse just gets ripped off yes. and then flies over pulls down a power line so crazy it was like it was like twister but in real life it yeah was insane it uh, and i saw the other one where it, it it was it almost looked like a cgi thing that you go well this won't happen where like each individual tile from a roof like yeah. all flew up and like one by one and you wow. see them flying through the sky and yeah. like jesus christ i, I and they and they, these poor people just rebuilt yeah um so uh, obviously uh thoughts and prayers i know that the that is said ironically these days, but uh, uh, we made it. We, mm-hmm. Our thoughts are with you. I don't know if anybody here prayers, prays, pray, prayers, sits down and nails for prayers. <laughs> um, I admit I do occasionally to, to say mm-hmm. a little something to some whatever the fuck is out there. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, what, what, wouldn't it be so bad for you to chime in on this? Mm-hmm. Right? Going to use a little support on this, a little uh, positive energy. Mm. Right? Some good juju coming down. Let's go. Right? Sure. Totem pole. <laughs> what, uh, Elliot, you, it looks like you're scanning something here. And I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to prove us wrong about Schwarzenegger. No, I know what you're doing. I, I know what you're doing. I, I, I am, but I'm not, I wasn't, uh, saying that you were wrong until I found information. Right. He was not a contestant. 
so so here's mm, it's a yes or no yeah it really is <laughs> it's not as easy to find that answer as you'd think in other words there's a lot of celebrity apprentice episodes and then when you look up arnold schwarzenegger's celebrity apprentice it says 2007 to 2017 which indicates the length of the, that the show existed That's the entire show yeah so so i'm i'm but usually you can drill into that and see the episodes he was on. Yeah, on the phone, it's a little hard to do. I think yeah. he was on the episodes he hosted. Possibly he was on another episode where my buddy Arnold is here. Oh, that might have been it, right, too. Like and a he celebrity. Goes, yes, this is the greatest. You don't go buy a house. Well, but so so the premise was that if you're on The Celebrity Apprentice and you hung out with Trump, that it turned out that you were an asshole. Um So if so if those were Garen's words, I, I, I agree I, with them. I didn't go that. Really? You think all you think? No, everybody, no, no. I, 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 it seems like a fair number of people came away from it liking him right. because I think he's personable when he wants to be. I think it's, that's that's one of his that's one of his strengths is, is he's able to talk yeah. people into stuff. Yes. Right. And so if you maybe the, the Gene Simmons is of the world or just like people who maybe maybe that's not a fair example, but you know what I mean? Like there's a certain type of person who might be predisposed to go that direction politically anyway. And right. they're like, but I like that guy. I trust I that guy. I think your like rich white guys could easily yeah. be convinced. Right. So so while my premise was that he was a contestant, I would still say for the original premise, if he appeared on the show in 2009 as a guest, that that would still count as he was hanging out with Donald Trump and liking him. At the time, um, and since he didn't turn into an asshole, then that would prove the 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 theory that right. it's not on. I think he's a little more strong-minded than some of those people. That's true. And, having been the governor of California, yeah, and 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 you know, some people didn't like what Arnold Schwarzenegger did in California during his time. Many did not. Yeah, I'm one of them. And, and so, but but he's the. He's the old school, I can have dinner with you and disagree with you, Republican, yes. as opposed to what's going on now. 100%. Yeah. Although that said, I look forward to what Larry Elder has to offer us. <laughs> um, we're fucked. If that thing goes through, we're fucked. Everybody in California oh, vote. Unless Angeline wins, and then we're in good shape. <laughs> um, uh, we also, over the weekend, uh, I went to see the uh, movie uh, Free Guy. Oh, yeah? Oliver and I went, based okay. on our friend Hannah Einbinder's recommendation. Yeah. Asterisk, not a friend. <laughs> met, her, met her one time, very yeah. nice. Although I got a nice, you know, we did not bring up her mother at all on yeah. the program, which I, uh, as Danielle said, uh, she probably appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, got a nice note from Lorraine saying that uh, Hannah had a great time. Oh, great. So uh, that is uh, nice to hear. Uh, Garen, uh, let's go up and Adam, soldier. Um and so for, it's it's a fine. It's not uh, what I thought it was. Free mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. I, um, um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. On the surface, it, I, I don't I haven't seen it, but I, I kind of want to just because I've heard good things. But it seems very like, especially initially, it seemed like this is a very straightforward and kind of thin premise, you know, like kind of like the emoji movie or, you know, those movies where it's just mm. all kind yeah, of, but it's hooked. not that. No, I, that's what I'm gathering. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Cause I, cause I kind of, I, I like Ryan Reynolds and uh, I want to see a good well, you get a lot of Ryan Reynolds in this. Great. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all yeah. for it, but it, um, yeah. uh, it's a better movie than what the trailers legitimately. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's not funny in my opinion. Huh. Uh, uh, there's one line, but it, which Oliver pointed out, because I said, my favorite line is this. And he went, yeah, because that's something you would say. <laughs> and he's not wrong. Uh, yeah. Officer Johnny! <laughs> and he does it the same way every time. And it's funny every time. And um, oh, someone, maybe it was Zoe or somebody was saying, it also just looks exactly like the Lego movie. Like, huh. the, like, like plot wise, it seems like it's very similar. Hmm. Uh, maybe I don't know what the Lego movie plot is. 
What's this a guy who's like living? He's like, hey, I'm a happy guy living in this world. And then like he's gets thrust into an adventure where it turns out there's an evil force that's controlling things from the outside. And it ends up being Will Ferrell, who's the dad of the kid who's right. with spoilers. <laughs> if you I haven't think, seen it. I, I apologize. Think, you know what? There, there's times where I'll get mad at spoilers. <laughs> I think that one's OK. <laughs> Um, I will, uh, there, yeah, there's, it, it's, it's even deeper than that. It does. It goes a little bit better than yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, we enjoyed it. Enjoyed Good. it just fine. Good. Enjoyed it just fine. And then on, on Friday night, we went to see, uh, American Werewolf in London at the drive-in. How'd that oh. go? Um, oh. you got a song for this? I think I do. Yeah. Keep, what? keep going. That and I'll, I'll, when I, when <laughs> I find it. Theme song for when you see American Werewolf in London. In no, no, no. Did uh-uh. somebody send it a drive-in theme? Oh yeah, we got a new one. We got a new. Tra- I don't know. About oh this. wait, but don't play it yet. Okay. What could it be? What could uh, drive-in? <sighs> Let's see. Is it stranded the drive-in from Greece? I literally just turned on my mic to say that. But that's Sandy, right? That's that is stranded the drive-in, feeling like a fool. What will they say? So it could be Pardo at the drive-in. Monday on podcast. <laughs> Pardo at the drive-in. That's not bad. Give me what's another one. Um. Maybe the Nancy Griffith song about drive-ins. Maybe the Yellow's Paul song about drive-ins. I think I think I think you're focusing too much on songs that are already about drive-ins. Yes, Seems I know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing. Not a drive-in movie. It's some other phrase that you could turn into drive-in. Uh, give us the artist. Give us the art. The original artist. Um, level forty-two. I think. Oh, there is something about you. There is always something, about... something there at the drive-in. Yeah, that's naked eyes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did Level Forty Two do? There's, uh, there's like two songs that everybody knows. No, no, I, I can't. It's in my head, and but I cannot get it out. I almost felt like I was giving it away by saying that. Yeah, if I could pull their Shit. two hits, just go ahead and play it. Oh no, that's oh, this is fine. Young cannibals. cannibals. Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Driving crazy. My apologies. <laughs> I already love it. <laughs> this is the full version. Great. Let's Let it play. Yeah. Somebody took the time. <laughs> Fifty-six seconds more. On his wheels. mental health yeah you said? <laughs> uh and who, who said that in please i don't know oh no all right well look that up when you're sure. done with your schwarzenegger hunt with your right, which hunt. by the way you were you were completely accurate completely accurate yeah uh as governor he appeared in 2007 uh as a guest all right on on the the original project mm-hmm. wonderful thank you for your time okay um uh so anyway we went to see american world from london and um it's great. It's still a great movie. Griffin, as Danielle said, as we're driving away, like, why didn't David Naughton become a bigger star? He's so great in it. He and Griffin Dunn are so natural together. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the, you know, it's 1983, 81, 81, 81, 81. That sounds right. 
I know it was before the Thriller video because Rick Baker, same effects guy, um, and John Landis, same director. Eighty one. Eighty one. So it, uh, you know, the effects are not the greatest uh, in in twenty twenty one terms. Uh, the wolf sometimes looks more like a bear because it's 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 very wide. Um, but it's uh, it's still good. It's te- you know it's tense. It's not scary in any way. But yeah. uh, you know, tw- again, in twenty twenty one. Yeah. So uh, Oliver didn't have any issues with it, fear-wise. He did, well, you know what? There's those uh, dream sequences that yeah, are a little I remember, rough. I remember that being a little yeah, scary. Yeah, those are a little scary. And um, But he didn't really know. Okay. Uh, but when we came home, we watched a little bit of uh, Would I Lie to You to Cleanse the Palate mm-hmm. and uh, so that we could laugh mm-hmm. uh, as he... Uh, laugh the fears away. Laugh the fears away, exactly. And uh, just enjoy the very funny David Mitchell and, uh, uh, and the rest of the bunch over there. Greg yeah. Davies, I believe, was on this episode. Yes, Elliot. Um, I can't find it because it's not an email that I have on my phone. The gentleman uh, who sent in that. Yes. But oh, we, th- we thank whoever that was. It's yeah. a absolutely terrific, uh, legit yeah. laughs here in the mm-hmm. room. Yeah. Um, as opposed to sometimes where we go, great. <laughs> <laughs> that does not happen often, by the way. We appreciate everybody that sends something in uh, and taking the time. We certainly do. Mm-hmm. Means a lot to us. And I like that he basically made the whole song. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, did, did you guys ever see? Uh, now that I realize that you're correct, it's finding cannibals. Did you ever see them on SNL? Did you see that uh, when they were on there? I don't recall. I'm, I'm sure I did. At the time, yeah. It was kind of it was kind of a famous thing because the lead singer and I don't remember whether he is like wrote the songs or is a musician, but he goes in to play the the guitar or the guitar the piano solo on one of the songs like there's a some there was somebody at the keyboard i think and then he jumps in and plays the piano solo and it's completely in the wrong key oh huh and and but the thing of it was probably what had happened was that they had they had tuned the piano like it was an electronic piano they had tuned the piano to a different key or maybe they hadn't and they just switched the key so that maybe he could sing better because there's some high notes uh so he played what he thought it was and it just huh. and it just wasn't in the key that they were playing in. You know what? That must have driven them crazy, <laughs> like, like no one else. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, that came out uh, right at the uh, the end of my tenure at uh, MCA slash IRS, mm-hmm. and that's the opposite of the Jack Wagner, uh, under ordered mm-hmm. everywhere, and with and and uh, immediately needed to. Uh, people are like, uh, I need to reorder. Give me 25. Give me 100. Mm-hmm. Like, it was crazy how that wow. went from, yeah. well, let's see if this sells, to, and then I'm out the fucking door, yeah. man. You're stuck with the overstock. Yeah. You deal with the cannibals. <laughs> yeah. There was no overstock, by the way. That thing sold like crazy. Yeah. It's a good song. Well, multiple hits, too. So. Um, what were the other ones? What's the other one from there? A good thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where have you gone? That's a... That's a that would do, 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 that do, do, would be a banger today, I would imagine. And the first the first album had two good songs on it too. That uh, and Johnny, I don't know when if I was jo- ever aware of this. Johnny comes home, or something. And there's one other one off their first album, but it, it wasn't big enough for the, for stores to order to be excited about the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Karen, we might have to go through the Fine Young Cannibals track. There, <laughs> <laughs> what's on the first album? Very quickly, just uh, since uh, just to refresh our memories. Johnny come home. Johnny come home. That was a, that was a hit, and you've heard it. Okay. Couldn't care more. Couldn't care. Uh, well, all right. I guess you're, I guess we're done. Garen doesn't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't care more. I'm the expression not. is couldn't care less. Oh, couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> Garen, come on. Get it right. Don't ask me to choose. Keep going. Funny how love is. Keep going. Suspicious Minds. Yeah, yeah they do a version of Suspicious which is really good. They, I think I have heard that. They, yeah. They're one of those bands that does a lot of covers, right? Like UB40, where they're just constantly. Well, they do the, we know they do, they do the one. We're there well, so far. Is Good Thing? I, I, for some reason, I thought Good Thing might have been a cover. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, go ahead. All right, keep going. Move to work. Yeah. On a promise. Yeah. 
Time isn't kind, mm-hmm. like a stranger. All right, so it's the two. It was Johnny Come Home and uh, Suspicious Minds off that one. All right, yeah. so then here comes the next one. Uh, what, Can the, anyone name the album? It's got three words, right? The thing, the thing, and the thing. It's got two things. Good thing? Good thing? <laughs> good Two good things? Can you, you can't name it. No. Uh, are they both begin with the same it. letter, right, Garen? They do not. Oh, shit. Then I don't know it. Give it to me. The raw and the cooked. That's, ah, right. the raw and the cooked. that's so weird because I wanted to say raw like sushi, which was Nana Cherry's album. Right. Uh, and, and thematically very close to this. But. Does she? She's still in that stance. Yeah, the Buffalo stands. Thank you. Yeah, she's she works for Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> she stands back there, make sure everyone's cooking the Good, chicken with, with the right an ice wide stance. Yeah, it's appropriate. You got to be comfortable when you're on your feet for twelve hours. It's a, a shift, long you know? shift. Yeah. It's a long shift, and and it's and have you ever been to a BW threes? Loud. Yeah, it's very loud. You you got to really you know pace yourself, and that's where the stance comes in. My son, by the way, and, and I agree with this. We we love Buffalo Wild Wings, but we will not go there because it's so stinking loud. Hmm. You know, because they got the TVs on, so everybody has to talk above the din of the television. Yeah. So then that gets too loud. I'm going to tell you a mind blower here. This might change your life. Yeah. At the uh, Sherman Oaks Galleria, yeah. you got outdoor seating. Oh. Then you just have to deal with the noise of the people walking by, I guess. The passerby. <laughs> and actually, we ate there when we went to see Jungle Cruise. We needed to get some lunch before. Yeah, you went there? And we sat outside, and there was like one of those office buildings or I don't know what, where it was coming from, but it was one of those things like, you know, the noise when your fire uh, alarm, the battery is dying and it just beeps every 40 seconds or whatever. It was that, but like, like a, like a, industrial version oh of no that. i don't like, want that <laughs> but, it, but we timed it and it was like it was literally every minute and 20 seconds so you would just start to forget about it and then yeah. we like, <laughs> like god damn it Boy, i don't like that at all yeah it was i'm jealous though unpleasant. That you to, i've not been there in a long time it was the first time i think we'd ever been there as a family and elise claimed she had never had it before i felt like we had had it maybe once but Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was the first time for me, even. I like their wings. They have good wings. They had a decent Cobb salad. I'm going to say it. That, I like that Cobb salad. I can't. You know what? What I would do in 2021, let's pretend I go tomorrow. Let's pretend I go tonight for dinner. Mm-hmm. I would get myself a salad, but I would get some table wings. Yeah, Oliver and I would share sure. wings. Of course. And then I would have the salad as my meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garen, give us the rundown for the raw and the cooked, and then let's uh, uh, let's get our guest in here, and then uh, let's quit fucking around. Side one, raw. Raw, right out of the box. Wow. Nope. So, no, it's called, the, it's called Raw. The, uh, she drives me crazy is track number one. All right, that's track one. Strong start. Big hit. Good thing, number Good, two. Right. Oh, my God. Fuck you, Seems one like and two. The label was just like, well, what do we put out first? The first one? What do we put out second? The second, second one. one. <laughs> Go. I'm not the man I used to be. Yeah, you're not going to know any of these songs now. No. <laughs> I'm not satisfied. Uh-huh. No, I Tell feel me like what. There, I feel like there's one more radio song. Okay. Wait, what was it? Tell me what? Tell me what. Okay, no. Side two. It's look. called Cooked. Don't look back. Boy, that sounds like it might be familiar. It's okay. It's all right. You know what I'm going to do? Keep keep going, but I'm going to see if any of them have stars next to them in Apple Music. Don't let it get you down. As hard as it is. And the last track, Ever Fallen in Love. All right. Now, Garen, on Wikipedia, they will also tell you which songs were released as singles. Can you, uh, can you tell us that, please? While he's looking that up, did you mention Hit Parade earlier? Am I getting Today, that? no. No, okay. Very good. No, that has not come up today. Okay. That, that has not come up in conversation with me in a long time because I, as I mentioned I've stopped listening. Ah. Uh, and I'm not going to lie to you. I've been calmer. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I will, I'm going to tell you this. On Apple Music, this is a bit shocking. Yeah. Only She Drives Me Crazy has the star next to it. Not even Good Thing gets the star. Oh, that seems. And not even Johnny or uh, the other one? Or you're just looking at that I'm album? I'm just looking at that album. Let's see the, the other album. 
uh, Garen, have you looked up what what's others what the third single was? Because certainly MCIRS is going to go. Well, we need to release a third, but there may not have been a third radio friendly song on there. Uh, I don't think they expected those two to be radio friendly. Quite to be honest with you. Okay, well that's they're they're kind of bunching international releases together. Uh, on Wikipedia, don't look back was released. It was? Hmm. That reached number 11. I'm Not the Man I Used to Be was released. Number 11 where? In the UK? In not, the US. In the US? That wait, What? Don't look back. Matt. All right, here we go. I was just going, I was marveling at the fact that the the remaster of their first album has six stars. Six songs have stars on them. And I, I'll, I'll tell you quickly. Johnny Come Home, Couldn't mm-hmm. Care More, Don't Ask Me to Choose, Funny How Love Is, Suspicious Minds, and Blue. All stars. Yeah. Now, I don't really 100% know what the stars mean, but it seems to mean something in Apple Music. It yeah. means people care for it. They're, yeah, those they, are the, they, the, the, most, the most listened to, I believe. Wait a minute. Now I just clicked the remastered and expanded, and now Good Thing does have the that makes sense. star next. Okay. And what about this other song? What was it called, Garen? Don't. Don't Look Back? Don't Look Back. That's the, this is the third single. This might have been after I uh, left MCA. It's number 11 on the charts. I like it. So far, sounds like another band. These guys just disappeared. Yeah, they just had the two, right? And some compilations. I might like this oh, better than great. the other two. This guy loves the word drive. <laughs> Did he say I drive my car? Is that what yeah. he said? This guy. Fuck. I've never heard this. Me either. I don't think this was played in Chicago. Or, or Los Angeles Or upstate New York <laughs> But Garen's telling us this. Garen it went to number 11 on the pop chart It says in the US number 11 Elliot <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait I do, I do Oh yeah 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 okay I do know that part How did I only wait, do know you, that Are you thinking of the Don't Look Back by Bruce Springsteen is it, the is U.S. It a, Hot 100, number 11. No, I know that line. There's no way that went to number 11. I knew that. Like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yes, baby, baby, don't look back. I, I've heard that I've before. Heard but is it a cover? Did I hear it from somebody else? Oh, that's a great point. It does. By the way, it does sound like a cover. Feels that does like not a cover. sound like. No, like, like Elliot said, it does sound like a different band. Or maybe uh, you said it. I don't know. No, that was Elliot Hochberg. It is not a cover. It's not a cover. They wrote it. This, uh, wow. What's Roland his name? Roland Gift and David Steele. All right. And they wrote the other two hits on that album as well? Uh, Good Thing and uh, She Drives Me Crazy? Mm, As they go, no, those are are both covers. (laughs) Those are both Wayne Cochran songs. I will yeah, say, yeah, as yeah. soon as I heard his voice, I remembered that as a kid, I hated his voice. <laughs> it's a it's a acquired taste. I think you do need to be a little more mature. I'll, I'll agree with that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, but again, why did they just disappear? Why did know. they just, they didn't even fade, they didn't even fade away. They just no. gone. And it's not like they, oh, hold on. Do we have a guest? Hang on. Our guest mm-hmm. is here. Blaine Kapatch has just entered the room. He's wearing a mask, following protocol. We appreciate it. Come on, Blaine, sit on the blue chair over there, and then we'll bring you over to the table when the time is right. And we'll decide when that time is right. Could be in a minute. Could be at 4 p.m. I mean, you you have no idea how long you'll be in that chair because it's at it's at my uh, my whim. Is that a sentence? Discretion is that the word you're mm-hmm. looking for? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. whim works. Yeah, whim's fun. Whim's fine. Well, in short for whimsical, uh-huh. right? And that's what we do on this show. We whimsically entertain folks. 
I'm not sure I ever thought about that whim was short for whimsical. I don't think it is. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's just fun to say. Right? What do you think of that uh, uh, Bradley Wimford? Do you think uh, you like him as an actor? <laughs> what about Wilford? <laughs> well, I, th- that's why I wanted to say first that I couldn't fucking do it, so I went the other way. Wimford Brimley? Wimford Brimley. <laughs> Shit. Wilford Brimley. But, uh, or you know Wimford what? I, I like Brimley. both of them. I like both <laughs> okay. of them. And uh, they, they both, uh, well, Brimley's dead, right? We lose Brimley? We lost him. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, Garen. The diabetes finally. Did you take your test this week? Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, he sent it to us last night. Yeah. Maybe he's coughing. I get a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Um, well, safety first on that. Yeah. Uh, we got the tests. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Blaine Capash has just joined us. Uh, we're done with finding our cannibals talk just in time. He hates them. <laughs> oh, hates yeah. him. He would storm out. If oh, Jesus. Blaine Capash hates finding your cannibals. <laughs> he did. I remember one time I'm at Largo. That's 100% true. 20 minutes on how the funny cannibals suck yeah the audience didn't understand where the hatred was coming from why the anger well it wasn't comedy at a certain point it was just an angry man just yelling an, why is this happening that's what we all said what are you doing yeah and he said it's alternative comedy <laughs> blaine do you like the funny cannibals i'm uh, i'm afraid that uh, i have an issue with the way that they hijacked the rhythm section of the english beat Oh, oh Jesus Christ! You know what? Maybe this. Maybe I. Maybe I did see that at Largo. Hold on, we do need to maybe bring him over and talk some more about it because that's. I forgot. That's right. That half that band came from English Beat, but then what happened to all of them? They disappeared. It seems like they did. Maybe Garen can tell us what happened after. But shouldn't they have continued on in some form? Who? The, Fine, Fine, the, the members of Fine Young Cannibal. Yes, I, I agree. I don't know why they disappeared. I mean, it's one thing if the band breaks up, but the individuals can still... Like, why is Roland Gift not releasing solo albums? Yeah. What does he... Yes. I heard he uh, does not like being famous. Oh. All right. There we go. Blanket Patch has spoken. This is the guy that did 20 Fair minutes enough. on it at Largo. <laughs> so he knows. He's done the research on this. Uh, so he doesn't like being famous and actually stuck to it. As opposed to people that, I don't like being famous. See me at the forum. Uh, in the early 2000s, Gift reactivated the band name and toured as Rolling Gift and the Fine Young Cannibals. Oh. Wouldn't you love that? On one of those 80s shows, you know, that they, and by the way, one of them is this Friday, which I will not be at. I'll be at the Pat Benatar show, but my friend Chris Regan, friend of the show, will be at the, I think it's at the Greek. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a lot of the ones I've seen, the romantics, the miss, you know, missing persons. But wouldn't you like to see Rolling Gift come out and do his three mm-hmm. fucking songs and yeah, scram? Sure. That would be great. You get, a, you get a little drive crazy, you get a good thing, and then he does either Johnny or Suspicious Minds. Do them both. Have them for you four. know what? Let him do four. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> you know what? Cut the romantics. He could do a good thing, a short version of it. Well, we get the like idea. Dick York. Why does he have to look like Dick York? <laughs> Love it. Just the sweater. The confidence, the confidence of the sweater and slacks. He did look like Dick York. You're exactly right. Uh, of course, if, you, if young people don't know, that's Darren on Bewitched. Yeah. I could have uh, said Dick Sargent. Could have. You had your choice. Mm-hmm. You went York over Sargent. I wonder if that was part of the casting, if the first name had to be Dick. I think this has been talked about in 1972. <laughs> do I blame Blaine for bringing it up? Yes, I do. One time, this is 100% true, at the improv, oh, 25 no. minutes about Sergeant York. <laughs> Even longer than the Fine Young Cannibals. Oh, my Holy God, crap. Sergeant York. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blake Apaches are going to be back right after this. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Very uh, organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson doing <laughs> Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> 
Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your... Your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure from longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you, so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at uh, the, the wall that's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other... Are you, are you at the... Wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2903 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny, but you know that you're 38 minutes in, or with commercials and breaks and so on, maybe even further than 38 minutes in. The point is, you're in, you know what you're listening to, it's not like you're just bouncing around 
Sirius XM, and then uh, you stumbled across us, uh, like where I'm at Zappa, (laughs) getting all drunk, talking about Night Ranger. That's not what's happening. We talk about Night Ranger soberly. (laughs) The way God intended. We don't have to get drunk to talk about Night Ranger, and our love is Sister Christian. We'll do it sober. Name a second Night Ranger song. Can you do it? No, we've even had this conversation before, and I still can't do it. Uh, Can anybody name a second? Blaine can, certainly, but uh, can Garen or Elliot? Follow up. Why would I put my finger in there? There's no reason for me to put my Seems finger. Seems like a, a, a dangerous place. To and then finger. it's uh, trapped. It's almost like uh, the, uh, the 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 finger handcuffs. Yeah. It's almost that where you put it in there and then the cord uh, traps you. Traps you. Well, luckily, this thing slides about, so you can always slide that. Mine back. doesn't. Oh, it does slide. We're, guys, we're good. <laughs> uh, what? Do they do Highway Star? No, that's the dumbest guess. Go ahead. Love Hurts is Nazareth. Love right? Hurts is Nazareth, and Cher did a cover of it as well, as did many a band. Triumph ended up doing a cover of it many years later. And they didn't do Billy Squire did Stroke Me. That's uh, The Stroke by Bill Squire. That's exactly right. Then I have no idea. The highway Star is uh, Deep Purple. Oh. Uh, Blaine, please, for these fine folks, name a second Night Ranger song. Uh, love on the Tracks, Heat Wave, <laughs> none of these. Thunder Moon, <laughs> none of these. Wild Horse. Nope, none of these. Jumping. <laughs> they're, all, they're all they're all Still B, these are b-sides i'm not even getting to the album. all right don't forget to the right uh uh don't tell me you love me was a big hit as was uh don't close your eyes and then these guys uh, have a lot of rules for what we can't do these guys run a tight ship <laughs> come on these guys run a tight. by the way their band uh, their name was supposed to be called ranger and then there was a country uh act that uh, i believe that tried to sue them and then they went well, we have a song on the first album called Night Ranger. Let's just call this Night Ranger. Hmm. So they're one of those bands that have a song named after them, but they didn't want that because ordinarily right. that sucks. Explain mm. your thoughts. Uh, well, that's how uh, uh, Radiohead got their name because they would uh, uh, they got sort of pegged as these guys that listen to the radio all the time, and people called them Radioheads, <laughs> and that was their nickname. Their real name uh, was uh, Flemtones. <laughs> Is any and, of that true? Hand to God, every word. Okay. I'll and uh, they just said, they took a, 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 a survey of one of their audiences one night. They said, fill out the cards, tell us what you think our name should be. And they said, we just call them Radioheads. They they're always listening to the radio. So we just call They them. know what they're doing in their private life. They yeah. know that they're at home listening to the radio. <laughs> Those are fans. They're called fans. They're into it. Fan is short for fanatic. I see. Yeah. We also call them Zells. Which is short for? Zealots. All right. I thought it might have been short for gazelle. <laughs> oh. Because could, listeners are always very quick. Well, yeah. It could be. <laughs> Got to stay on your feet. Got to stay uh, sleek and mean. Is that a phrase? That could, I mean, it is. That's, you, anything you say, I mean. Yeah. J- Jimmy? Yes? I thought of you the other day. Whoa. I saw a sh- Chevy Chevette. Do you remember when comedians used to talk about Chevy Chevette? Yes, it was a lot. And you thought about me? I thought about you because uh, I knew that you would remember when it changed from Chevette to Hugo. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. There was like a weird time when people stopped. Ah, Chevettes are out of the picture. I could, yeah, Yugoslavian Chevettes. <laughs> But there was a time when everybody talked about Chevettes, and then they, suddenly they were making jokes about Yugo. Uh, you, uh, boy, the Yugo got hit hard. Got mm-hmm. hit real hard. And what did it do? But was it an inexpensive car that ran very, right? Didn't it run very well? I don't know how reliable it was. I, I know it was thirty nine ninety nine, which was so shocking. thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What would that be in today? Would, would uh, what's the cheapest car you can buy today? I think uh, the in Chevy today, Spark. In, in today's money, it would be a fifty eight five. 
You think it goes at fifty-eight thousand five hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, so. geez, you may yeah, not understand how inflation hey, works. It runs on wood, <laughs> but very I buy expensive that car. wood. Oh Jesus Christ! The best of the best pine. Is that the most expensive cedar? That would be wet. It'd be too wet to burn pine. Do you remember the SNL sketch, kind of making fun of the Yugo, but it was the car was called the Adobe, and it was made of oh, right. clay. <laughs> and when you got an accident, you could mold the <laughs> fender back into shape. Oh uh, boy, funny. that was great. Let's take a look at that clip. <laughs> Here we go. Um, what? Uh, 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 I guess I'm I'm curious. What's the cheapest car you can buy today? Wait, give us the brand. Is it Chevy? No. Who is it? Kia. Kia, of course. Hmm. Kia, which one? The Kia Rio LX. Looks like it goes for $17,045. 17's the cheapest? I expected. No, come on. The Chevy Spark is cheaper than that. 2021. Cheapest new cars with automatic transmission. 2021 Kia Rio LX. What's the Chevy Spark go for? I want an answer on this. (laughs) I, I got to say, I'm, a, I'm an automotive enthusiast my, yes. my whole life. Uh, I like all kinds of cars, classics and moderns, yes. cheap and uh, expensive, and I love Kias. I think they, uh, they have great design. They always look sharp. They're very tasteful and elegant and understated. I agree. They, yeah. my they wife, run very well, too. My wife has a Kia, and I can't wait to get rid of my car to get a Kia. Yeah, there you go. I, uh, I love it. I, there was a little stigma about them uh, here in L.A. for a little while. Like it, it didn't seem like a car that somebody would drive around Los Angeles. People would frown about it, but I don't give a shit. They were the Yugo for a couple of months. They were the. They really what, were. What's your problem? I, I don't. I don't. I mean, you know, Hyundai and Kia both historically, they originally were not great cars, right? But they have done the work over yeah. the decades. And also, what do we know about uh, Kia and, uh, and Hyundai? Father, son. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I just father like, owns Hyundai, son owns Kia. Yeah. Wow, it's two guys. Hyundai, uh, their insignia is two guys shaking hands. I was, is I that what that, that is? You think no. it's father and son? Yeah, it's not. You think it's age. him going? Go on, son. Make your own car brand. Maybe. I just learned though that you can uh, you can invest in those companies. A lot of South Korean companies you cannot buy stock in at all in the United States because you have to. But be... you can for uh, for Hyundai and, and Haya. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that I'm not sure where that was going. Yeah, very close to the c word there coming out at one <laughs> point and it panicked bit, me. Yeah, uh, they're they're OTC stocks. They're not uh, technically listed, but you can buy them. You can buy over, them over the counter. I understood. Thank you. <laughs> I, know, I know that because of my medications. Yeah, now available without a prescription. <laughs> See if the Hyundai Sonata is right for you. I, I, Effects may target. include driving around the Trader Joe's parking lot for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, I, how much does the Chevy Spark? Start? You are correct. The Chevy Spark starts at 13.6. Thank you. But is that a, is that a manual? That could be a manual. Although manuals are going away. We didn't ask what yeah. the cheapest automatic was. We asked the cheapest new car. Because I was when I needed to get my mother a car, yeah. the Spark was. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and be Elvis and buy her this car for this money and we got there and she's like I don't like that car and in my head I was like you fucking will like this car <laughs> because I'm buying the car but it was clear she so hated it like I couldn't do that to oh, her yeah. sure. so I got her a Tesla now <laughs> you know she deserves it plug it in mom zip around uh, what did I end up getting her I got her a, a Toyota a Corolla maybe? the Corolla which yeah. is in, in fairness a much nicer car yeah. than and, the Chevy Spark. and very reliable yes yeah. sure. it means the uh, it's uh, actually called the Atom Corolla that's Oh, geez. So it flip flops a lot. It used to be uh, fun and entertaining, and now it just. Uh, It'll also make you a bench. Gives you bad ideas. <laughs> it also owns a collection of Lamborghinis, which is weird for a car. <laughs> um, do you I, get the Lamborghini? If you buy it, do you get the. That's a, that's a loophole, I think. If you want to buy a Lamborghini, you just buy that Corolla. And what? Because if you own the Corolla and the Corolla owns the Lamborghini, 
I don't think you're, but you're not owning a human being. You're buying a human being? No, I'm buying the. the so if I buy a Toyota Corolla, you're buying me, it, I get a, you get it by default. He's yes. buying into Blaine's joke, is I think what's happening. I see. He's yeah. yes and. I, I don't know why we all laughed at when he said it, and then I just <laughs> agreed with him, and you were like, what? No. Yeah. Impossible. It's, How does this work? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the mechanics once we got down to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Once we drilled down. A lot of people have that problem with, just, the, uh, with the Corolla. They don't like the mechanics. Never stop and look at them. <laughs> At what? At the jokes. I'm so confused. <laughs> um, keep, keep the show above 60 miles per hour. Do uh, not stop and look at the jokes. Uh, speed. That's the premise of speed. I think it was 50 in speed. I, I bumped it up because of inflation. No, we're also living at a different time. I got yeah. behind somebody going 50 on the 101 coming over here, and I remembered it enough to talk about it right now. <laughs> it they was, were going that slowly. It's like, oh, my God. They were in one lane, and there's five lanes on the 101. Yeah. But their going slow was causing a bottleneck in all the lanes. It was like if you could watch it from the top, it would have been like one of those old Disney cartoons from the 50s where, <laughs> yeah. where Goofy kills 900 people in traffic and somehow it gets away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Uh, and uh, this is not our business, so you can be vague about this. What part of town do you live in, Blaine? I live in uh, Los Feliz, which uh, uh, means Adam Felis. <laughs> I just did a take to the camera. Yeah. Uh, Elliot apparently has some heavy a uh, lot of apartment business going on. Is he on the out. ivermectin? Is he in there uh, dis- uh, doing the, the bowel ropes? <laughs> so I read about those today. The what ropes. Are the, what are the bowel? I don't know what the bowel <laughs> ropes are. It's, uh, people taking the uh, the tranquilizer and it's causing their intestinal wall to slough off. Oh, God. And come out and look. look it looks like worms, but it's not. <laughs> uh, so it's like gummy bears they look like bears but they're not they're not real bears <laughs> so you're telling me people would rather do that than just go get the vaccine it's uh, i can walk into fucking target right now and get the vaccine and be done with it i drove to redlands twice to go to a cvs <laughs> right? to do it i w- i couldn't wait yeah wait a minute. so wait. did pat oswald yeah, i think he went to bakersfield you're right he went somewhere too though yeah i, I went up i wanted to see the to uh out to the redlands which was nice and i heard i heard women in the parking lot yelling about china <laughs> it's like, oh my God, am I going to get shot at a CVS in Redlands? <laughs> just want to get a vaccine. I just want to get a shot. Oh my God. Uh, How far a drive is that? It's like an hour, hour and a half. Hour and a half. You know what? I uh, I drove out by myself. I left early. I listened to the new Goat Girl album. It's my favorite band right now. And I uh, just had a wonderful time by myself. Ran some jokes like a professional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I uh, got my shot, came home and slept. Did you do a little time there since you uh, worked the jokes out? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, there was a guy behind me in line on the phone really loud. So I did a little crowd stuff on him. That makes sense. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, you know, you're supposed to put that in a lock bag. And uh, then he like just started working me over on the kidneys with a phone book. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then I was like, it's fucking security. And the guy's like standing over there. I think he was hitting on the pharmacy girl. He's trying to make some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guy, he's hitting me where there's bruises aren't going to show wow this guy's this guy's is he is he mobbed up how's he so well i don't know where he got a phone book in 2021 <laughs> that's my question sounds like a prison guard that's that's the prison guard yeah. move, right you in know. retrospect uh, i would have probably had him work me over with a sock full of soda cans or maybe some powerade that he could get out of a case in the store sure. so why would you prefer that over there yeah it sounds like that would hurt more with the fo- the phone book or the no the cans I think no, I the just cans think it's hurt. more logical for the joke that would be worked over because <laughs> nobody has phone books anymore. I like phone book I think phone book is wonderful right. I think okay. you should stick with it and okay. uh, next time you drive out to Redlands run this bit okay. see if it works yeah I bet they still use phone books in the Redlands the, re- the Redlands I don't know why I threw the yeah. in there the Redlands <laughs> it's like the Ukraine we oh, Jesus Christ phone phone down what the hell apparently my phone you can't hear me when I talk to people. Oh my God! <laughs> it's your mouth. It's just you. It's just you. Nobody can hear. Hey. hey. Oh. Uh, wait. Soft. So you're saying that you're something's up with your phone? I guess. You want to do a test? 
Uh, Here, I'll call you. All right. Is this? Uh, well, except, no. I, let me call you because it's from. It's from. You know what call it is. Right back. He's in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> oh God! And I just realized when I stepped out, that was all Blaine. Oh, cool. That's right. You know what? In fairness, Blaine was uh, doing some hot bits, so it okay. actually paid off. Yeah. Very good. I'm glad that that worked out. Oh, good. I thought you said it was Blaine. I thought I had butt dialed you. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I have no butt, it's by all the way. Your I fault. have a camel toe. So <laughs> run some quick skinny bits while I'm here. <laughs> I can walk through a harp. So so I, let's do that later. Here's the thing. I think it's it's T-Mobile's other service that I've been complaining about that's having the trouble. So if, if you call me on just the phone itself, it uh, probably wouldn't give us evidence. Is this a bad time to recommend the iPhone? <laughs> iPhone 13 is going to have satellite connections. Yeah, 13 is going to have satellite connections. Fuck that. Um, what do you mean, you can, you can talk and text without uh, being connected to cell. The, the What if it's clouds? <laughs> I think the satellite's strong enough that it goes through the clouds. I don't know, man. I, well, I, I could finally live on the ocean like you wanted to, Elliot. <laughs> uh, what is I, this? When, that is a coaster. You, you, um, I'm, I'm out of foam. I, you, made a, you made your own coaster. What's God, going on? Damn it. Everybody's fucking calling me right now. Will you just tell them you're you're doing a podcast with? The they world? don't listen to me. I've already explained to them it's my tell day. Tell them off. it's Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I'm really actually upset because I have a contractor who's doing a great job. I gave him keys to the building. Refuses to give the keys to his workers. So every time they come in at eight in the morning, they they are waiting for me. And he didn't even tell me that he didn't give them the keys. And I told him that today is my day off, and they they keep having to get buzzed in. So there's that, and then other things. Yeah. You want me to hang on to that for you? No. <laughs> uh, when I had iPhones, uh, they had when when they end of life, they had similar problems. I've had this phone for four four years plus. It's uh, is that why you whipped it at the cement yeah, floor? It, it's got a nice uh, case on it. I still don't want you throwing your, your phone around. What if that bounced up and hit Garen in the face? <laughs> What if it was just becoming would, aware? I deserve it. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> close. They're real close. Yeah. And, and it didn't like what I was saying on the phone, so it was kind of messing with me. Yeah, sure. Can I, I give so. this back to you? Sure, throw it. See I, if you can. Oh. Boy, that shit. <laughs> it likes you, Jimmy. <laughs> the coaster did not like that throw. Boomerang. There we go. Oh, you got it. Garen, will you hand it over to Elliot? That was my intent. I wanted to. Sure. Give Garen something to do. Give Garen a little something. All right, Blanket Patch is here. Elliot's in a mood. I wasn't until just now. We got a lot going on here. I know we're trying to get back to the show, but can I just ask, like, what would happen if you just turned your phone off while you're here? Like, then it just goes to voicemail. You've told everybody who needs to know, this is my day where I don't answer the phone. So what would happen? You know, that's a very fair follow-up. In, in, in the past, I haven't done that because I've been told, hey, you know, if you got to do it, you got to do it. So I didn't. Uh, well, you have, I, I think, if I may, Matt, I think Matt's saying it for your benefit. Yes. I yeah. don't. By the way, I so don't what, give a shit if you got to take a call every five minutes because it gives us something to talk about. Sure. Good news. That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's, here's the problem is that we've got people moving in this week. And because this guy hasn't given his guys keys, if I don't let them in, then they might not be done in time. I see. No, uh, Blaine, what you don't know is Elliot is the manager of an apartment complex in Palms, yeah. California. Okay. And so that's what all of this is. People are calling yeah. him to get into the complex. And uh, so occasionally some apartment business will come up yeah. on the show and we welcome it. And, and the only reason why I got worked up and this comes back to a thing we've talked about on the show before. So there's no reason to belabor it. You have is anger issues. <laughs> well, I mean, that's all of us. Um, not maybe me. not Blaine. Him? Oh, no, not Garen Cockrell? Fuck it, I'll do it myself. <laughs> exact quote. Uh, exactly. Exact quote. Exact quote. Um, but was it's this thing where, where people are saying, I'm sorry, I can't hear you on the phone. It's like that, yeah, that yeah. trigger thing, which right. they don't know about, and I'm trying to keep it together, but it's it just, I yeah. It, 
we could troubleshoot this later, but if you tried a headset, is it the speaker? It's, it's not. It's the. It's got to be the the T-Mobile software okay. because the T-Mobile it's been having all sorts of problems, right. and that's infuriating. Although I have been trading some nice emails with the actual developers of the software. There's a little feature in there that they don't tell you about where you can actually directly email the people who program it, but they haven't fixed it yet either. So I'm with Team. Mobile. It's a completely different thing. <laughs> People confuse it with T-Mobile, but it's actually better and faster and uh, cheaper and more effective. Well, it wow. sounds to me like you probably missed the same restaurant I do, the uh, the soup plantation. <laughs> I, uh, my favorite Native American food, and they've closed. So it sounds like you and I are very similar. What we I like. think they had to close because they had a legal injunction against a, a lawyer restaurant in Washington, D.C. called Sioux Plantation, oh, where everybody would go in and slip in the bathroom and fracture, a, fracture one in three and then they would uh they, they just went out of business suing each other it was oh, ridiculous Jesus it was a bad premise for a restaurant you couldn't stay open no. you couldn't from the from the get-go that was a mistake no uh listen attorney get-go are... closed too by the way i didn't know the get-go closed yeah, they're, they're get gone oh boy <laughs> that's that movie with ben affleck Affleck. Yep. God, you're talking about Gone Girl. I'm talking about that. Get Gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Gone Baby Gone. He directed it. That's what I was thinking of. Mm. Uh, he directed that, right? What's the did other he? one? Did he? Wait. Wait. Gone Baby Girl. What? What's it called? Wait. Was Gone Baby Gone? Was that the Clint Eastwood one? That's, that's the Violent Femmes movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's Gone Daddy Gone. Oh. Oh no. That's uh, no. You're thinking of uh, uh, Gone Daddy Interrupted. <laughs> what? Pardon? <laughs> Gone Baby Gone is Ben Affleck's. I don't okay. like that Blaine's faster than all of us. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it at all that he's four jokes ahead of us. It's is infuriating crazy. me. Yeah. It's infuriating me. I'm just I'm just trying to sleep off my wife's third pandemic haircut. <laughs> Got my my third pandemic haircut. She gave you a haircut. She gave me a haircut. And you you're not happy with it. No, I'm very happy with it. This is your third one. You've only had three haircuts in the uh in the uh, Yeah, man, I pull a full full on Bo Burnham, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but then I uh it just got it just got greasy and horrible cuz uh cuz of my hair. And then uh so she cuts it short and then I have to shave so I don't look like a like a, a child molester. Um mm. I, first of all, I think it looks very nice. Yeah, um I and I and I think if I if I may, facial hair uh, looks nice on you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Whenever I, see I like you. it as I get older. Um, I think it works for you. When I when I see your photographs on a uh, social media platform or somebody's, uh, hey, had a show last night. Blaine was on. You see the photos of Blaine. He's got mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, the facial hair. It looks nice. Yeah, I agree. Right. I like the little goatee. I, I do, too. Oh, yeah. thanks. Looks I good think. on him. I have to, yeah, I had to take it off though, because it just—I don't have the Wally Cox you, era of my life yet that I could uh, comfortably wear a mustache full time. You have it on right now. <laughs> I do, <laughs> but it's trend. It's at a short. Of you over there. Oh my God, I do. <laughs> um, all right, Blake Let's quickly go around the horn. I, I'm, I'm waiting patiently for a text from Oliver Griffin to see if it's possible to get the trivia. Right. Uh, but I'm guessing it. I, I don't know what. I don't know when classes. Right, change Shift, over. Right, yeah. Uh, it seems like it seems like this would be lunchtime right now, but but well, lunchtime rotates though in high school, yeah, because some because you uh, especially now. Why'd you become British in the middle of that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> With the yeah, yeah, with the yeah in the middle of it. Uh, I think it's uh, one o'clock all the time. I think he's got a. I think okay. it's a uh, strong. Got to keep kids regular, uh, right? And we do that, of course. We will use Metamucil is what we use at our house. <laughs> yep. Uh, Blaine, you also have a son named Oliver. I do. And how old is your Oliver? Refresh my memory. My Oliver is eight. Eight years old. He just started third grade. Wonderful. And Charlie started fourth grade. Yes, my son is nine. Oh, okay. One um, better. What'd you say? <laughs> One better. What is 
when you're closer to out of the house. Yeah. I, but by the way, I, I thought about that. I, we talked about it before. Oliver is, he started high school. And so he's four years away from college, and which would make Danielle and I empty nesters. And one would go, well, that's uh, it's still four years away. But that's going to fly by. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be here before you know it. And, be, and uh, I'm not ready for it. You'll have your car longer than that. Um, no, not Jimmy. Not yeah, me. No, 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 no. I, I rotate my cars. Okay. I don't, I've never, I haven't kept a car longer than three years in uh, 20 years. Wow. What's three into 20? Uh, seven, six seven. point uh, eight. Seems close. close yeah. That's okay, not good. bad, right? Thank you. Math. <laughs> uh, when you say you're a car enthusiast, Blaine, going back to that, do you have more than one vehicle, or do you drive? Do you do you, uh, do you collect cars? Do you do you Corolla? No. Do you, I, do, you do you and Jay Leno go to your the hangers together and hang out? No, I wish. I love I love uh, I love cars. My, uh, I have a Volkswagen, a, a modern Volkswagen, and I have a vintage Volkswagen that, that, I, I, that I don't drive. You love the VWs because you hate the juice. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, uh, I have a very rare squareback. I have the last year of the, I have a 412, the last year of the squarebacks. And I, we had a couple of those when I was growing up, and they both got, I went through the windshield of one of them. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, How did God. you go through the windshield? Don't uh, uh, My dad taking me to school, and uh, it was snowing, and a guy hit the brakes and went through a stop sign on the ice, and... That was it. And you went through the windshield. I spiderwebbed it. I didn't go through it, but I hit it. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. And then like my uh, the guidance counselor came in during gym class. He goes, hey, I just want to ask you, you have any weird headaches or dizziness? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course I do. You bet I do. <laughs> and I go home and watch Star Blazers. Uh, but yeah, that happened. Damn. Wow. And so, but you were like, I still love this car. When I'm an adult, I need to have one. I saw, I drove by it and it's a, it's black. And I went, oh, I got to buy that. And I bought, <laughs> and I had money. I was working, you know, in, in TV, the ups and downs. And right. I bought it. It was garbage but i have it and i love it so much and i don't i i don't know what the 412 is it's you know you know when you see those old uh squareback state uh volkswagens they yeah uh, it's they like, a like station wagons okay uh it's one of those but it's uh it's the last year they made it has these quad headlights and weird taillights it looks like a bmw batmobile hearse kind of thing <laughs> and it leaves puddles everywhere it's fantastic it smells <laughs> like a volkswagen inside I haven't driven it in seven years. It just sits there. Sits in the garage. That, you, do you that, out look at it? What do you do? You, you, I do. I have stuff under it. It's, I keep wanting to get it fixed, but I can't drive my kid in it because it's a, uh, it's a death trap. It? There's one, yeah. All right, there's that's the, the That's the color of the first one. We got rear-ended in that one. <laughs> wow. It sounds nice. like this so a lot of good memories. Why do you, <laughs> why do you want this thing? This thing's breathing. The whole family falls I apart. No, I like it. I like having a death trap. I get it. Suicide rap. Got to get out while you're young. Buddy. Yeah, man. Tramps like us. Uh, uh, yeah, you got to like live fast. You got to die young, sure. which I missed. But uh, I can still have a chance to leave a good looking corpse, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, listen, Forget the, that I, corpse I, app. I have, a, uh, I have a Japanese uh, racing bicycle in my garage that uh, I haven't ridden in years. And I just, uh, same deal. It's like I had yeah. that when I was a kid and I have it now. I yeah. It and I must have it. And then uh, recently I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's time to sell that and let it go yeah because i don't i literally don't do anything with it you, yeah. have, you must give uh give up your childish things you have a there, car you won't get rid of <laughs> yeah I know. i'll never get rid of it my wife is like what the fuck is wrong with you i'm like ah i just sell and buy guitars i think uh, uh w there was that weird realization when i was i remember when i was working on mad tv and i just i was driving around one afternoon this years like back in the 90s and I went to some toy train shop to look at AFX cars and toy trains and stuff. And I saw they had vintage Hot Wheels and they had a Jackrabbit special. 
and it was like 50 bucks. And I went, I have 50 bucks. <laughs> when I was a kid, I lost mine. I remember scouring the house for it, yeah. like the little kid, little kid memory of looking for something. Yeah. And I saw that thing, and I'm like, I bought it. And I was like, I can do whatever I want. I'm an adult now. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> My parents were still alive. That's how much of an adult I was. <laughs> But it was a, uh, it was great. It was a, a very freeing feeling. But now I have like little stuff in my house. I'm like, do I, do I really need that? You don't do it. And is that on a display somewhere? Or is it in a uh, in a box? My kid plays with it. It's great. Then it's a win. The, likes the Hot Wheels. Yeah. Nice. Boy, I love the Hot Wheels. I liked, I liked Oliver's Hot Wheel phase. Mm. Yeah. Those were fun. Yeah. They're good. Um, but uh, to that point, though, then you got to give away a lot of Hot Wheels because the, mm-hmm. put them in a bag and take them to Goodwill and act like you never saw them before. That's They're it. gone. I'm the, and I'm the hero because now a new kid gets to play with them. I would yeah. suggest this. Put them in a bag, go to Redlands and beat someone up with <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> some guy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the perfect thing. I, I worked over with some Tonka trucks. <laughs> hey, they're Hot Wheels, bro. <laughs> it felt like Tonka trucks. <laughs> that'll that'll Don't leave a mark. You over. Oh, could you imagine how bad that would hurt? No, oh. I mean, I don't want to. It would hurt. Yes. Tonka trucks or Hot Wheels? Well, a bag of, bag of Hot Wheels? That's bag of gonna... Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah, bag but... of Hot Wheels, friend. <laughs> you, you got a double bag of two because they'll come through. Oh, they'll there's come no question. Oh, sure. They'll no. swing out and hit, Sharp hit like a real car, and then you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, geez, that's the last thing you want. Oh, ding somebody's pants. Oh, I like your eye roll on that. Oh. <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, heavens. Um, well, that's wonderful. Then you got the v, you got the modern day VW. The modern day. I had yeah. VWs for a long time. I loved them. Yeah. I love the VW. I had the electric. Which one do you have? I have a Tiguan, which I love. Tiguan. Is it, wait, is, the, is that the electric? No, that's no, the I4. Little, the, yeah, the Tiguan is SUV. Yeah, yeah, a little SUV. Oh, I like that. It's great. It's great, great, great. It's, I like all the Volkswagens. Yeah. I'm nice. a fan. There's a, well, someone on my block just got the... They got the i4? The ID4. The, They're really the neat. electric. It's cool looking, man. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I got the Tiguan when my Honda Civic... I was a Honda guy. I had, two, I had an 89 that I bought new that I loved, and I had a, a 98 that I bought after that, and that was stolen. Somebody took it. Yeah. they Just one night it was gone, and they found it a couple of weeks later, and they said it was it got trashed. They cut the interior out of it. You want to come take a look? Why would I want to do that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we found your dog. <laughs> it's been disemboweled by coyotes. Want to come down and take a look at his face? I'll take a peek Yeah, yeah, I'll come down. You want to d- delete some pictures so I have some room on my camera for <laughs> What, uh, how does that feel? I, I remember I had a bicycle stolen as a kid and you just feel, uh, actually as an adult too, I had a bike stolen from the, the apartment that Danielle and I lived in. Um, but uh, well, how, does it, how does it feel to have a car stolen? Like, you just feel violated, right? You do feel violated. And I liked the car. I mean, I'd had it for 10 years at least. It was, it was, it was a bummer, and I had some tapes in it. I had like old tapes that I'd never listened to anymore. Right. And I didn't use tapes anymore, but I still had my tapes from road trips in there. Like, oh, man, that guy's going to be jamming out. <laughs> Karma police and ween. What if you did go and show up and it's just, it is disemboweled, but the cassettes are all just right there in a nice stack? No, uh, yeah, we're good on these. Yeah. We, uh, we listen to a couple and realize this is not for us. This isn't for us. We took the wrong fucking car. Uh, you know, Jimmy, this uh, when, I was a, when I was very young yes? in Dallastown, Pennsylvania, we had a town fair where, you know, with like bad carnival rides and, sure. and, a, and a moon bounce. And I had gotten new Jack Purcells. I had just talked my parents into getting me new Jack Purcells. I think it was in like fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. And I let, took my shoes off to get in the moon bounce. And I came out. No. And my shoes were gone, but there was a pair of Jack Purcells with purple laces. And they were all old and beat up. But they were the same size. And mine were gone. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I felt really, I was frustrated. And I didn't know what happened. And I was going to get yelled at. And I just talked my parents into it. And I wore these shoes home. And... Uh, 
And then when I was in high school, I took a bike ride, a bike hike with my friend, uh, Steve Hildebrand. We rode our bikes out into York, Pennsylvania to this McDonald's. We stopped at this McDonald's, which is a few, a few miles out. And I had a Ross Apollo five-speed bike. Do you remember that? I don't, but I'll take they, your word for they, it. They gave them away as prizes on Wonderama. So this was like this was like a Jackrabbit special to a kid. This was a <laughs> real hot rod bike that I had. My dad got it for me for Christmas, surprised me in the barbershop with one of those uh, those Christmas story, hey, what's that over there kind of moments yeah, yeah, with yeah. this bike. And I rode this bike out with Steve Hildebrand. We went to McDonald's. And Steve went out to do something. He comes back in and he goes, hey, man, a kid's riding down the street with your bike. And I run out and I see these kids and one of them's riding my bike down the street. And they all just run it. They're gone. And I look and he's left his bike. And it's a Ross Apollo 5 speed bike. But it's all beat up. And the brake cables are held together with purple laces, purple <gasps> shoelaces. I, fucking I shit you not, was the weirdest fucking, and I nobody knew it but me, nobody right. would understand but me. I'm telling you this, that happened 40 years ago. Just a purple lace caper. It this, was, yeah. this sounds like a superhero origin story, and that's your nemesis. That's like the, the purple lace villain. Guy, yeah, yeah. It's yeah Mr. Glass or whatever. Yeah. Did you ever? <laughs> did you? Did you find this fella? I never found it. They uh, they they took my bike as evidence and gave it back a couple of weeks later, and it was uh, uh, uh and I didn't want that bike that somebody else. Uh, yeah, you don't want the purple bike. lace bike. Yeah. But it was weird. I'm I'm waiting for the third purple lace. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a, it's been a while. At, at though. the end of your life, you're going to be on a ventilator, yeah. and then you're going to look over, and the <laughs> ventilator is tied together with purple oh lace. <laughs> oh my god, it's not working. <laughs> I thought it was grape soda. <laughs> wow, I I love it. Now, but now that we talked about it, you can't do it. You can't uh, be the guy like go out oh, find his car true. out there. Some and never tie not, a purple lace. To some it. crazy never not funny fans. If gonna... it starts happening, I know it's people <laughs> fucking with me yeah. because of you, Pardo. My apologies in advance. That's all right. I I did a little mind fuck on you uh, the other day oh my god yes you did uh, I stopped in I forgot my I, I, I lost my I, I initially got tooth because um, of some dental work so I take it out to do the podcast because it gets in the way of talking and I forgot it and so I had to come back the next day to get my tooth and so I walk in and I uh, I immediately uh, run into Matt's bicycle uh, which has a helmet on the seat and a shirt on the handlebars uh, that means he's getting lucky in there. That means he's fucking. <laughs> That's it. If the helmet's a rocking, I don't know. Please not. Yeah. Uh, mail on the on the table here. Yes. And so I was. So I, I said, holy shit. I, here's because I checked and I go, hey, hello, is anybody here? Is anybody here? Nobody's here. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take the helmet and swap it. Put the helmet on the handlebars and put the uh, the shirt on the seat. And just fucking and then leave and not say a word about it to see if you notice. And I was going to leave the mail. Uh, so then I run to the bathroom and I come back and I go, well, fuck, I got to get that mail. And so I just grabbed the mail and left. I forgot my whole fucking plan yeah. is out the window. But I took the mail. Yes. And that was enough for you to go. I, I got back. So I was at lunch with Ryan McManaman, uh, AST Records uh, co founder guy kind of runs it off right <laughs> hey picture okay. it didn't happen <laughs> shit it didn't happen um yeah so we were at lunch when this happened we got back he had gotten the mail from the day before when he came in in the morning and there were two things for you or for for the show that's the key point it said it was addressed to never not funny and he put them on the table and, and, bath and beyond 20 percent off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course. Very important. Stack of those. Uh, I've gotten in trouble for taking other people's Bed Bath & Beyond coupons. Trust me. I know not to mess with a man's Bed Bath & Beyond. So, and then there was another piece of mail that was on my desk that I forgot. To, so I, I brought that in and put it down. 
And then, so we go to lunch, we come back, and then he checks the mail for that day's mail, and there's more mail for Never Not Funny, and he comes in to put it on the table, and he goes, where's that other mail that I put on the table? And I was like, wait, I put something there too, and I remember putting it on top of the other things you put it. And so I was like, did I just like absentmindedly pick them up and put them somewhere else for some reason? So I'm, well, I'm looking high and low, and I'm walking around, and I'm like... I, the only explanation is Jimmy came here, but why would he just take never not funny mail? There doesn't need to because it's go, not never not funny mail. Okay, so well that was the part that I I was like it must have he must have known it was for him, but I was like I did genuinely think I was going crazy, but at least I had Ryan to back me up. Like we know that there was mail here, right? And now it's gone. So I texted you and I was like, "Am I losing my mind or did you drop in here and get, and take the mail with you?" My first text said, uh, "Nope, no, nope, don't know what you're talking about, man." <laughs> and then, but I couldn't. I, I let that live for about forty seconds yeah. at the most. Right, um, but it, it do, I do agree with you. You should have messed with the bike. Oh, I, yeah, but at the same time, uh, I don't know where you're at with the bike, and it, it would have been like one of those. What if I take the helmet and, dude, you don't touch my fucking helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so uh, me. <laughs> what if that's the one thing? I have a friend from high school where he was not that guy, uh-huh. and then one time I put the record, I put an album back on his shelf in the wrong spot, and he went fucking nuts. Jeez. So you don't know what's the one, what's the trigger. I don't know if hel- helmet's your trigger. It's. I'm going to tell you it's not. <laughs> Well, no, I can't do it, though. I, I, it's I, too late. I, you I, missed I, your I chance. Give it up the ghost. You missed your chance. Too bad. But now we got this purple lace If thing. you had put now a purple lace on it. Blame. <laughs> oh, God. I got to so, keep like some purple laces in my pocket all the time now, just in case I see your car. People are going to steal things and just replace them <laughs> with piles of purple stuff. Ready <laughs> <laughs> you come out, there's Grimace. Yeah. My five alive. Oh, no, it's all purple stuff. Let's pretend that is was the same guy. What's up with that guy in purple laces? <laughs> Why is it his thing? Maybe it's like his thing. It's I went a, through a, a purple phase when I was a kid. I had a thing. My purple outfit yeah you know like a the, purple pant mm-hmm. like jeans and a shirt that you had purple jeans yeah i was in, i grew up in the 70s i'm old like you jimmy i'm you younger that? than purple jeans <laughs> <laughs> uh it was uh yeah i had like purple flared pants and you did know, you really yeah you can get it color you can get all sorts of different colored pants did you grow up in the era of because uh, my my older stepbrothers loved them the elephant bell jeans yeah a little bit yeah they covered the entire foot and the bigger the bell the more hippie and cool yeah. you were right yeah the, the little the huggy bear flared pants yeah just cover your foot and everybody would look like linda carter's sister that's <laughs> she's pretty wise and she's star too <laughs> those kind of pants and then like after what a month the like the hem just gets worn out yes. and dirty yeah. and disgusting yeah, yeah. Good, good luck around yeah puddle or dog shit yeah. <laughs> a dog shit puddle you dumb fucking hippie <laughs> yeah fucking fuck you man maybe nama you need a little knob to clear you out a little bit your goddamn flared pants <laughs> But it was a battle. It was a battle for my bro- uh, stepbrothers to find the uh, to find those elephant bells. Hmm. There was a, I remember there was a when jeans suddenly became a fashion thing. They used to just be pants. And then all of a sudden it was a, a, a Lee versus Levi's mm, versus yeah. Baronelli. I don't know Baronelli. You got the body. We got the jeans. Baronelli. <laughs> Baronelli. It's like a jersey outfit or whatever. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like everything looked like a Pat Benatar video. Right. I'm listening. Uh, and then they, there was another uh, this stuff called Soft and Fade. You remember that? I do. I remember yeah. Soft and Fade. Uh, soft and Fade's out. Breaks him a so stiff stuff. Those much too blues. Soften them up. Lighten up the shade. Machine those jeans with Soft and Fade. And you would put this chemical in the washer with your jeans and it would age them 
Like uh, David Bowie in The Hunger, just rapidly <laughs> age your genes. It's like, oh, I, this thing just cut the cut the life of my genes down by eight months, but they look great. They look soft. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Genius of marketing, because, yeah, then you have to buy more in six months. So. Yeah, it's a, a, a just fabric hardener. <laughs> I was thinking along these lines, Blaine, of what, 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 the Gloria Vanderbilt, the Jordache, the guest gene. Yeah. They they all disappeared as well. Like that was remember that was a huge mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and they now you don't you don't hear anybody wearing guest jeans, right? No, I, I don't know. But I think guess is they, yeah, guess is still around. Well, what about Jordash? I don't think so. There's still a presence, but it's not the status symbol. You're not talking. Right. It's not the status. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Yeah. And when I was in high school, it it evolved. This is in the '90s. Evolved too. There was a um, there was a good brand called Gerbo. They were French. Gerbeau, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, yeah, you like a French pan. And those those had a little tag right across the thing that covers the zipper. Mm-hmm. That's how you knew it was your bow. Sure. Those what about cool. the Cavaricis? That's, uh, is that before that, your time? No, that was also high school time for me. Um, yeah, you get those at the Jeans West or the yeah. uh, um, the other place. What was the other place called? Uh, Chess King? Chess King, yeah. Those those seem to come in Paris. Remember, uh, Silverman's <laughs> was the other one. That, would, uh, that might have been local to Chicago, but I'm not sure. Uh, first time I came to Los Angeles in 1986, I came out with my friend Leonard. I'd been to comedy for like a few months, but I was a kid. I wasn't old enough to get in clubs. I was 20. And uh, uh, we were out here for a couple of weeks. We went to the Sherman Oaks Galleria when it was still like the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I remember I had gone to a 7-Eleven and I got a lottery ticket as a joke and won 50 bucks. Whoa. And so I went to the Sherman Oaks Galleria and I bought some white guest jeans. Love it. <laughs> and some white LA gear shoes. Yes, yes. Nice. And I would wear them on stage. Cause I, and I would take the uh, a thread ripper and I would take the guest patch off the back. I wore them because they fit me well because I'm a skinny dude with no hips. Mm. And they would fit me really well. I didn't look like I had a, a, a diaper on. <laughs> so I would get guest jeans, but I didn't want people to think I was trying too hard. So I well, took it out. Yeah, wow. but I was trying extra hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the thing and then I would sew my purple laces up into the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was you the whole time. But like this I, is like Fight Club. <laughs> I'm like, what? L.A. Gear? What the fuck was? What was I doing? I was 20 years old wearing cable knit sweaters at the Improv. <laughs> but oh, you know what? I uh, uh, you'd love this. I went. Uh, we went to the Comedy Store. This is this is February '86. Went to the Comedy Store just to check it out because I was uh, I'd gone there. And uh, signed up for the open mic that day. So I did a set. You came out from uh, back Pens- east. Pennsylvania. And I came out with my friend to visit his sister, but we were just hanging out, and I ended up going up and, a few places. And you had the, the balls to sign up at the world-famous comedy store. I went up the comedy store. I went up to the improv. I went up at the uh, L.A. Cabaret. I saw Lotus Weinstock performing, of all, I of all things. I remember that name. But... Uh, uh, at the comedy store, the big draw was uh, we have a drop-in guest. It was Gary Shandling. Wow! And he had a big yellow pad, and he was running his very first guest host monologue for the Tonight Show the next night. And he Holy was run, just running his. You know, I don't want anything of this. And he'd just do the bit, and he was crossing it off Janine Garofalo style. <laughs> but uh, uh, and then the next night, I watched him on Carson because I was still doing that. And he came out and did that set. And it was watching the changes that he made from working it out live on set. It was just a fucking masterclass. And I was like six months old. That's awesome. Unbelievable. So crazy. Love it. Yeah. You were born in 66 by the math? 65. Happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. When uh, late 65, though, it has to be. September, yes. Yeah, it was coming up. That's why I say happy birthday. Yeah. September the 14th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 15th. Moved it no, up? No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, that's my wedding anniversary. I'm the 19th. My wife is the 11th. She and her twin sister September 11th. Well, That's great for, because I have to get, 
I have to get uh, two birthday presents and, <laughs> and two September. Of course. <laughs> and they're yeah. twins, so they're like the towers. Yeah. Uh, so it, uh, if I, we're coming up to September 11th, and uh, let's not forget. I just made a noise because I'm missing that tooth. <laughs> already, already forgot. Hashtag already forgot. Oh, well, this is the 20th anniversary, yeah, so it's going to be a big year for it. was 20 years ago today. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, I don't the band hey, to play. What? I'm getting breaking news from Oliver Griffin. Oh, boy. Um, we did it. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, I forgot. Well, you know what? You will be grounded. <laughs> it's interesting. He's allowed to access his phone during school. I think they're allowed to at lunch. Okay. So we are, I think maybe 1250 is lunch, gotcha. actually. Great. It's uh, worked out perfectly. Uh, so that's, uh, that's very, uh, yeah, we're going to have to figure out. Can you time your emails? Is that something you can do? Can you? It's I'm possible. Sure, I'm sure there's a service that does if, that. If you're using, well, Gmail has a way to schedule emails. Yeah, that's true. Right. Okay. I don't know if he uses, I think he does use, no, he uses iCloud. Tell him to set up a Gmail account just for this. <laughs> this is important. Um, I stay seriously. away from that cloud. <laughs> hey, you, get off of Michael. No, wait, hey, we just lost Charlie Watson. Uh, Let's have a did. little bit of. Not soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's 81. People die. You're a big Stones guy. <laughs> I like them all. I'll, I'll, uh, all I'll, I'll land on Kinks. Kinks are your favorite. I, I'm like, you know, I, I always look at the, you can't say the Beatles, because the Beatles are kind of a different thing. Agreed. It's sort of like if you're a kid and you're playing superheroes, nobody's allowed to be Superman. Because he can do anything, and what's where's the fun in that? Who would you be, Aquaman? Or would you be Submariner? I was always a Green Lantern. I see you as Submariner. You're lean and sleek, getting through that water. Don't want to be seen with my shirt off. (laughs) Although my chest does look like the bottom of a crab, so I would (laughs) fit in under under the waves. Uh, I I would be uh, Robin. I would always be Robin to somebody's Batman. Or Mm -hmm. if it was my brother and I, I'd be Batman. He'd be Robin because he was younger than me. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think plays in anything in modern day life at all. I think he's. uh, I don't think there's any resentment there about having to play (laughs) Robin to my Batman. Especially after he was worked over and killed by the Joker. Oh, my God. <laughs> Christ. He, uh, on, on those steps. He did it on those, uh, those Jokers, those famous Jeez. Joker steps. That's wow. Oh That's brutal. Uh, they tra- he traveled all the way to New York just to, like, to take him He there? went there to take the photograph because he loved it so much. Right. And then here come a couple of uh, guys in masks. A couple he, of Jokers. Here's guaranteed viral. Are you ready? Yes. The Joker dance down the Rocky steps. Hey. Oh, that's a double dip. Because that takes forever. And it would just be, it would, <laughs> after a while, it would get it would get tiring. Yes. And yeah. then it would get old. Then it would be like, what the fuck? And then it would get really funny again, like Tim Conway. <laughs> <laughs> By the time he gets to the bottom of the stairs. Or have him dance up. I was going to say, have him be Joker uh, face paint, but uh, like Rocky Balboa sweatsuit running up the stairs and then dancing back down. And then you do a little. Remix, I like all of these a guys. mashup music. Let's work. Shall this Gary Shandling these things? Yeah. Let's get, work it out. We'll cross off what doesn't work. And then right. we, uh, uh, we present it on the Tonight Show tomorrow. And Jimmy will welcome it. Jimmy will welcome it. <laughs> oh, he'll, yeah. Fallon? Fallon would love this. You love it? You kidding me? He's off to the side with a uh, uh, yeah. bugle. As long as he gets to put a wig on and like sing some 80s song while you're doing it. He's, he's, he's all set. Put Paul Rudd in a mustache. <laughs> also September 19th, Jimmy Fallon. Happy birthday to Jimmy Fallon. Mm. Yeah. Uh, now you, did you work on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon? I did not. Why, why did I think you did? Did you work on something with Jimmy Fallon? No, we share, he, we share a birthday. That's it. He refuses to work with you. Yeah, he just, yeah, it's bad luck. Jinx. We know, oh, it was, you and might Twiggy be Twiggy too. It was Fetterman. It's <laughs> Wayne Fetterman. Fetterman worked yep. over there. Yep. But Blaine's always in those circles too of writers of who are. Yeah, I think that I think the Ain sound through you. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, Blaine, Wayne, somebody. Blaine. Either way, it could have been uh, uh, Andrew McCarthy. 
Uh, played Blaine in a movie. I sure did. I remember I, I met Wayne Fetterman, and it, I think it was the first time I ever met him, and we're just, everybody's standing around talking, and somebody says that, mentions uh, the L.A. River, and I just remember he just goes, the mighty L.A. <laughs> <laughs> and I think about it every time I see the L.A. Sure, of course you do. I think about Wayne Fetterman going, the mighty L.A. <laughs> so this knowing the ancient Indian <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> Uh, first time I, I did not. First time I ever. I, I knew Wayne Fetterman from television, the uh, Fetterman and Brady on Evening of the Improv, and I saw him at the Kiss reunion show in '96, and he was walking on the concourse, and so I just kept going Fetterman, and he doesn't know me, and eventually he just gave a big wave like he was famous, <laughs> and uh, we share that story to this day. He remembers it, and uh, I just was so excited to see somebody that I knew from television. Mm-hmm. at the kiss show also at the kiss program and now you're friends we are f- now friends and we both uh, have not been to a kiss show that's not true i've been uh went last year no 2020 yeah right you've, before the you, lockdown you've been to many kiss shows right but that was the last one right before the lockdown right how many kiss shows did you see are you a huge kiss guy you it's not they're not like your chicago are no they? they are not uh but i've been to probably 20 wow and that might be low Hey, I like my cigar, too, but I take it out. Hey, Groucho's hey, 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 here. <laughs> um, I, to, to, I would say min, minimum 20. Wow. But they've been around since the 70s. Yeah. So, sure, I mean, okay. you know, back in your purple pants days, they've been around since then. <laughs> That's more than I've seen any act. Yeah. I'm a, I love Supergrass. They're my number one, and I've seen them, like, maybe a little over a dozen. Oh, jeez. But that's, yeah. I've seen Chicago over 100 times. Oh, wow. Which is... Uh, probably uh high i probably lost count around 70 mm-hmm. but it's between 75 and 100 I mean, or, or over 100 yeah af- af- after 70 you're you're just like watching a television show at that point like it, there's it, so many episodes it's uh yeah it uh it, it should have stopped before that i don't disagree with that and you can kind of tell when they're having a good night and a bad night 100 percent. in fact the last time i saw them which was again pre locked on i saw them in thousand oaks and i told robert lamb afterwards i said i'm not gonna lie to you i've seen you guys over 100 that was the best show i've ever seen you do and he looked at me like you're full of shit and lying. And I went, no, I'm not kidding. That was. <laughs> and then his demeanor changed and we had a nice conversation. But it was uh, they were great. And I know the Chicago fan, the, the I stopped listening when Terry Kath died. People are going, that's not possible. You're fucking lying. No, it was the best I've ever seen. Him. You never saw Terry Kath, though. No, no. My dad did. Yeah. My dad. So it's in your DNA. So it's there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw my dad's eight millimeter that he took a silent movie that he took at the at the Chicago show. Nice. My dad brought a. It's got to be great, a silent movie of a band. <laughs> of a band from the nosebleed seats, yeah. like not even great seats. Yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, I got footage of Chicago with uh, Terry Kath. And Check the audience. Terry. There's probably a murder in the crowd someplace. <laughs> I was going to say, at least you've, you know, in, in, if there's an assassination attempt, you are going to be a key Here's witness. Here's the beauty a guy got out of a murder thing because my dad had the footage of him there. Oh, so he had the, my dad had the alibi. Nice. That's how I killed Larry David. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, you know, I saw Supergrass at the El Rey one night. And yes. I took my friend Rob, and I was like, and he, Rob and I would go see bands all the time. We would go see P Funk all the time and Elvis Costello and stuff. And I was like, we got to see Supergrass. We finally see him, and they were having a bad night. I remember they were just not, they were not having it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was that thing where I knew, but they, there was a point when they all kind of looked at each other, and they. Like Gaz, the singer, he kind of makes this gesture, and they all walk in, and they all stand and huddle in front of the drums facing each other in the middle of this song, and they locked 
in. Oh, they neat. locked it in, and the whole crowd started to respond to it, and they were locked in for the rest of the night. Wow, that was so great. Cool. Yeah, it was like watching this band go. This is not happening. Let's fucking yeah. Let's get wow. this right. It That's was cool. re- it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen live. Who's the drummer for Supergrass? Danny Goffey. Do I know him? You should. He's great. But I mean, do I know him? Like, uh, like, was he part of the Largo scene at one point? No, I don't think so. They were. There were. Am I thinking of John Bonham? <laughs> was he uh, part of Largo scene? You might have been thinking of John Bonham because I know he used to. Do, he used to hang out uh, uh, all the time with Andy Dick, and oh, they were always like he was. He would go up and do sets at King King back when they were doing burlesque. <laughs> um, there's some drummer. I thought it was Supergrass. I could be. I, I love that first Supergrass album. It's, yeah, loved it. Fantastic. But I could have sworn. I'm trying. You're thinking of John Worcester? Am I? He's a drummer who's in. What's the, the name of his band? Super ah, something, right? Damn it! What was the Super name Suckers? Of... Is it? Does it have an Ain sound in it? <laughs> <laughs> Shit! It is. It's Jane. It's Jane Curtin. Can you look that up? I, I'm totally Darn, What's the name of it. this band? It's, yes, I think you're right. He's he's the guy that you know does stuff a, with Sharpling because he's a big Kiss guy too. Yes, and and oh, what's the name of his band? Super uh, Suds? Super Soaker? Super? Uh, oh, uh, Super Suckers? Super Chunk? Super Chunk. Oh, Super Chunk. Yes, oh, thank you. Sake. Thank you, yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank God. Can I tell you what? Can I t- I'm sorry if I, I feel like I'm talking too much. No, can I tell you, first and foremost, you are not. And I welcome any and all stories. Here's my uh, here's my Peter Chris story. Are you ready? Yes, of course I'm ready. <laughs> I was writing on Mad TV and they did. We did a Halloween episode starring Kiss. Right. And I took point on it. So I was in charge of writing for Kiss that week. And okay. it, they were hanging out all week. They were very cool. Uh, with one exception, but uh, uh, <laughs> they were, uh, 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 Paul Stanley couldn't have been more friendly. Uh, Ace Fraley was kind of a quiet, nice, acid casualty. Gene Simmons was an asshole, and Peter Chris and I kind of became friends. We would hang out. He was just like a nice, normal guy. Yay. Yeah. Like that guy. And uh, so at the end of the week, after the taping, they do all the, the big taping live with the crowd and stuff, and they're in full uniform. They're larger than life. It's enormous. And uh, they told us, they said, don't ask them for autographs or your picture or their pictures. Leave anything that you want signed on this table. They will sign everything. They're very good about it. And they will pose for pictures. They'll do a meet and greet. Just please, no pictures, no autographs. This is like before cell phones. So uh, 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 I'm talking to Peter Chris as he's leaving. And we go over to this table and he's just talking to me like while he's signing autographs and stuff. And he's like, uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll go go back. Uh, I'll probably get this weekend. Yeah, go to the, you know, take my kid, whatever. He's talk, just talking about stuff he's going to do. And he picks up the album Creatures of the Night. Yes. And it's the four guys on the front, and he's not one of them. It's the drummer Eric Carr yeah. who died of cancer. And uh, he just kind of stops and looks at the album, and he laughs. He goes, hey, I'm not even on this one. And, uh, uh, and then he goes, Eric Carr, dead of cancer, God rest his soul. And then he takes a Sharpie and he autographs Eric Carr's picture with Peter Chris. And he looks at me and he goes, I'm just a drummer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it was, it was beautiful. He was like, I'm just a drummer. Here's, here's what's crazy about that. Uh, Pat Francis, who's been on the show many times, that's his album. Peter Chris signed. That's I, I Wait, know. What? I know who has that creatures of the night. What? Album. Are you kidding? No, he wrote he because he signed it and he wrote for Eric. 
underneath it. He, he signed what? Peter Chris. How did he get that? For Eric. Uh, Pat Kilbane was a cast member of Mad TV. Wow. And Pat Kilbane uh, got some Kiss albums autographed for Pat. And as you're telling that story, I'm like, Holy shit, there's a story for Pat's album. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's Pat's album. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's so it was worth coming in here today. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> we finally have full circle that Creature's Night album. Thank <laughs> heavens. That was... And I got to be honest, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen anybody do. A guy going, they just want an autograph from the drummer. They don't want to know that this guy died of cancer. They didn't, and, mm. and, But just him, he just stopped in his tracks and looked. Right. And there was a moment, I've got to be honest, when I was like, I should fucking grow up that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be worth a lot. It's going to be worth a lot. You, know. you could have. And then uh, Pat Cobain says to Pat Francis, yeah, you know, I don't know what happened to the other one. Yeah, whoops. And, well, you know, <laughs> hey, be happy with the, your Dynasty album yeah. side. Yeah, might, might, must have gone into a parking structure. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. That's crazy. Um, that's all right, right let me check in with my text here to see if Oliver Griffin has, uh, it is sent. I've just been told it is sent. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, here's how this happens. Uh, I'm going to read you a Jeopardy style. I'm going to give you the t- subject. Okay. You will write down on your piece of paper over there. Oh, wait. Uh, um, anywhere from uh, 1 to 25. Uh, and then I'll uh, give you the question. Okay. So here we go. Your subject, Barbie, is, and I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i read everything he says, the theater, and then parenthetical, plays and such. <laughs> <laughs> plays okay. and such. The theater... Uh, so you're betting anywhere between one and twenty-five, and if you if you win, you win five dollars, Blaine. Hmm. And if you uh, if, if we there's ties or whatever, then the uh, then the wager comes into play. The theater for plays and such. Plays and such, yeah. Hmm. I write my name down, and uh, I know a lot about the theater, mm-hmm. but do I know what my son's weird uh, weird? Uh, I mean, I've got potential questions bubbling in my head. Uh, I've written. I've, I've I've made my I've made my bed. And I'm going to lie in it. Okay, I got my bet. Does everybody have their bet down? Yes. All right, I'll read the question, then we'll take a break. Yep. We'll come back. Blink of Patches here. He's taking time away from storytelling elsewhere, and we're uh, <laughs> and, we're, and we're grateful for it. I got to head up to Pukito Moss. I'm doing a reading up there. Are you real over the yeah. Moss? And then I'm going down to Book Soup to sign some tits. <laughs> nope. <laughs> who did I meet at Book, at Book Soup? Who did, who's the one time I went to get an autograph at Book Soup? Who is it? Please uh, say Fabio, please say Fabio, please say Fabio. <laughs> I feel like you've mentioned this before, so I, I should know it somewhere in my brain. I'll just tell you. Okay. Ace Fraley. Oh. Wow. So it all, it, everything ties in today. It's all yeah. coming together. Uh, my friend Mark Voice used to work, uh, he worked at Hammerjacks, which was the coolest uh, uh, venue in Baltimore. It was a, a heavy metal. The Kicks was from there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw the Ramones there. It was a fantastic show, but he would work the lights, and he said that Kiss came in for a sound check. Like, no makeup, whatever. And they were in a good mood. And he said for, like, 45 minutes, they just played covers. Like, Mott the Hoople. Really? And fucking Thin Lizzy. Wow. And he said it was the, it was better than any Kiss show wow. you'd ever see. <laughs> uh, the, awesome. the very first time I ever met Kiss was backstage at the uh, University of Illinois U of I Pavilion, I think it was called. And I was with my brother. And so we're backstage after the show. And uh, Gene and Paul walk out of their dressing rooms in the in like in robes. You know, they took the costume off. Now they're just in robes, still in makeup. And no, no, I'm sorry, this is uh, not makeup years. And they went out and uh, saw. I forget what had happened during the show, but they were. And my brother and I are standing like off to the side of the stage, backstage watching this. And they motherfucked some uh, tech, uh, tech roadie guy uh, up and down for whatever went wrong during the show and then they come back hey he's gonna see everybody <laughs> and, and my brother and I are like holy shit we just saw them like be the people yeah it's it was, gotta be terrifying getting yelled at by those guys 
Um, I would imagine by one of them particular <laughs> would be, uh, you know, the one that, uh, your words, not mine, is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the name of his solo, uh, last solo album is Asshole. Yeah. So he knows. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys. I know I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah but you cannot be. Yeah. There's an option to not be. It's a choice. Right? All right, here's your question. Okay. okay. Uh, here's your question. Elliot, I'm uh, getting the question ready. Oh, very good. You're getting the question ready. You're getting the question ready. Which page is the question on? Well, I think you, and you got two of them over there. With these balabans, I finally see what's right. Is that what you meant? All right, get rid of All right, Balabins has been uh, covered. Now you have, don't you have a don't oh, you have right, an Oliver right. song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, sorry. People teaching, Let's people jogging. Trivia. trivia. I want to play trivia. Let's battle some trivia. Let me hear the question, please. All right, you got it. Again, your subject is theater, uh, parenthetical plays and such. Here's your question. Under Stalin's reign. Whoa. <laughs> Not a good start. <laughs> <laughs> At all. <laughs> what play was banned because, according to Stalin himself, the main character's indecisiveness and depression didn't fit with the new spirit of the Soviet Union? Ooh. Wow, I have a guess. I have a guess that may be great or horrible. But at least I have a guess. Uh... It's Greece. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the word. Is it the right answer, Wait, though? That's not. Oh, man. I feel like I know what the playwright has to be. but. Um, all right, let's take a break. Blink of Patches here. We got the question, right? Luckily, my son is uh, ditching school today, so he's able to get that to us. Is that true? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, he's, I, it's got to be lunchtime. Yeah. I think that's the only time they're allowed to have their phones. Yeah, I, I never thought about that. I know that I don't think my daughter's allowed to have her phone at all during the day. I was, uh, when he said... When he texted me once, oh, because I got a, the COVID result that went that day on that Monday. Right. And I was like, hey, just to put you at ease. And he's like, oh, thanks a lot. And so right, right, I, right. I said, hey, how were you able to text me? I mean, it makes sense. Why wouldn't they be allowed to? Although, I guess maybe. How about, cause the, how about just be human beings and talk to each other? Right. Why well, are we encouraging sh- them to use? That ship has sailed, Jimmy. <laughs> I know. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Right. Or the- I hate it when I see kids driving on their phones. <laughs> Hey, I, it shouldn't even be driving. And you, and you have to do it on like the phone. A, yeah, they have like some sort of extension on their foot for the pedals and stuff. <laughs> it's like there's so much going on. Yeah. You don't like it. No, I don't like it at all. Uh, all right, that's Blake Capaz. We'll be back. Bar right of this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Blaine Kapatch famously is on Twitter, at Blaine Kapatch. Uh, You've heard Jimmy talk about it. You'll hear him talk about it again. Blaine is one of the funniest people on Twitter, and you should follow him if you don't already. Check him out there. Uh, And you'll see any dates that he has coming up will probably be appearing on that Twitter feed too, so that's where to find all that stuff. Jimmy Pardo can be found uh, in the Zoom room at flapperscomedy.com on September 24th, 7 p.m. Pacific Time show for that. You know the deal. He can uh, take uh, bit requests, maybe do a little virtual crowd work in the virtual comedy room over there in Zoom. You buy your tickets at flapperscomedy.com and you can be anywhere in the world and join that Zoom. So do that and enjoy. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten up over at the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> 
and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in I, the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid, it, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else. Right. No, that, oh, no, that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, Blank Apache is here. I didn't press the button like I thought I did. Now I pressed the button. Everything seems to be going well, button-wise. Um, uh, as I mentioned, my son is watching The Sopranos, uh, <laughs> and he's got a, uh, like, you and I have the love of, uh, you want us to uh, send a kid to get some baja? <laughs> uh, he was talking to, Tony's talking to his mom, and his mom is trying to give him a lamp. And I'm not going to get this right, but the quote is something like, uh, uh, we're we're well set lamp wise, <laughs> and uh, 
uh, Oliver's been quoting that, yeah. uh, and it's like it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did he get to the part where Tony tries to smother his mom in the hospital? <laughs> I don't think he's there yet. Oh, it's great. Yeah, there's some stuff coming up that I'm a little concerned about. But remember he's... when he shoots Steve Buscemi in the face <laughs> with a shotgun, and he was a beloved cousin. That? <laughs> he tries to get his head down the sewer, and he probably catches like some scalp and hair on the edge of the thing. So you probably they'll find that later when they're doing the investigation. <laughs> I don't remember that part. You got to remember all that stuff when you're a cop, Jimmy. You're not a cop. <laughs> Am I? No, I. No, yes, no, you're not. You're you're telling me you're undercover. Maybe I am and maybe I'm not. This entire time. How is he yelling and quiet at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. It's called dynamic. Oh, okay. I understand. Um, all right, listen. Learned that from the Pixies. <laughs> uh, let's go around the horn. You got your question. Uh, theater and such. Uh, theater, plays and such. Uh, Stalin. Under Stalin's reign, what play was banned because, according to Stalin himself, the main character's indecisiveness and depression didn't fit with the new spirit of the Soviet Union. We'll go immediately to the pop culture beast. Uh, that's Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the info desk. Uh, Garen, uh, I, sir, I imagine you have a guest on this, but first I want to talk to you. Uh, last week when Hannah Einbinder was here, we talked about when you're a young comic that you, li- you like absor- absorbing anything comedy. Uh, and that I even convinced myself that the movie Punchline was a good movie because I loved anything about stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you were the same way, Blaine, mm-hmm. as a young uh, young person or a young comic. Uh, but last week then, Aaron, you said you never saw it. Mm-hmm. You have since seen the movie Punchline. I have seen Punchline. Does it? <laughs> I was. I don't want to say does it hold up. I don't up think hold up is the right word. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's your take on it? I had questions when I was watching it. Like, they have this whole locker room situation yes. yeah i'm that is not a thing that has ever existed right or it but didn't we we were talking to somebody who said oh there's one club that well, did no, have locker. i said the, uh, oh, the, the laugh factory here uh they oh, yeah. have those that little area where there's like the lockers next to the restroom okay yes but i don't think maybe they're used for the waiters that's where i put my purse when i have diarrhea <laughs> That's what they're there for when you get, have to put your purse from diarrhea. You don't. You wouldn't just hang it on the hook in the stall. You would uh, somebody will take it because they know that you're busy. Mm-hmm. So lock it up for safety. They'll leave it yeah. with a purse that has a purple string on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that whole business is going uh, belly up since Greenblatt's closed, though. You think that, the little it, partnership with the diarrhea thing? We got the diarrhea. <laughs> you got the lockers, got- Baronelli, Baronelli. <laughs> um, did you like the movie Punchline, Blaine? Uh, I saw it as a young comic. I had the same sort of lockers, washer, dryer. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm in my 50s. I don't have a washer and dryer. Uh, but I think that uh, uh, I, I thought that Looking back on it, I think Tom Hanks had the right amount of weird incel energy watching Sally Field become inexplicably famous overnight, mm-hmm. getting called over to the couch, as it were. Right. I thought it was just, I mean, it was just nothing but tropes. I knew it wasn't going to be a real comedy movie. Um, Shakes is more of a comedy movie. Shakes than, the Clown. Yeah. Than, <laughs> That's with uh, Bob Goldthwait. Do we know who, I mean, what's the origin of, of Punchline? Like, who wrote it? Like, was it... You you would think a movie like that would have been written by a comedian. Well, you got to if if you didn't see the 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 uh, the prequel setup, you're not gonna. <laughs> well, you're, you're lost. Really not gonna. Uh, know. You're okay. lost. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. why I didn't understand. No question about it. Yeah. Uh, didn't the guy that uh, plays the club owner didn't he write it? Isn't he part of it? Yeah, I forget the actor's name. Hell no. I thought he was maybe one of the writers. David Seltzer wrote and directed it. Then I'm out. No, then I'm wrong. Hmm. Who played the club owner? Uh, well, Seltzer was the club soda owner. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey Macarena. Macarena. All right. <laughs> what? Um, 
Oh, wait, give me the initials, Garen, of the guy that plays the the, the club owner, the club manager. I, I, I'm trying to remember what his character name was. It's a famous. It's a, he's he was famous at the time. It's, it's not Ed Cookie Burns, but he's somebody like that. Mm. Brother Theodore. No. Uh, 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 but not Tommy the, Koenig. Jesus Christ, I remember Tommy Koenig. He was so funny, I remember that guy. We had the same manager for a short period of time, and then he's a guy that just not do, gone. I, I, I actually Googled him a couple months ago and? just to make sure he was not dead. I think, I, think he's, I think he's doing smaller theater shows and colleges and He stuff. actually is. Yeah. Good for him, because he, yeah. he's got to be 65 years old. Got to be. Funny guy. Very, he, very sweet funny. Guy, sweet guy, too. He would come through Baltimore all the time when I lived there. Yeah, yeah. Just a great guy. I worked with him at the Laugh Factory in Aurora, Illinois. And then when I moved out here, when we had Bruce Smith. We both had the same agent. And it was like, that's the guy that I opened for. And he would do, a, I'm Ironside. He would do the... <laughs> I don't remember, remember any of his act. He would do a, uh, do an Ironside impression where he would sit on a stool and pretend <laughs> to be doing a wheelie. It was Raymond Burr. And uh, and then he had a thing where he would hold up signs. Hold up a sign that said, a partied. Hey, you guys, hey, you guys going to go to the demonstration tonight? No, a partied. <laughs> Apartheid on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not your bit. There's no reason. Not, to not my bit. I'm not good enough to answer for it. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to answer for that bit. Yeah. Uh, defending <laughs> defending somebody else's life with Albert Brooks. That's uh, uh God, pulled over my own words. Garen, give me the uh, M R. Uh, Mark Ridley. Mark R- Mark Rydell. Miss, Mr. Mark Rydell. T. No, it's R. He said it was R. T's nowhere near it. Mr. T makes a delicious uh, uh, Bloody Mary mix. With his wife. With his wife. Thank you. <laughs> Mrs. T. Uh, what? Uh, Mark Rydell. Got it. Thank you. He's the director you're thinking of. Mark Rydell is a director, correct? Yeah. But not this movie. No. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so I knew something. I was, uh, mm. I was on to something here. And, of course, there were Taylor Negron's in the movie. Yeah, God rest his sure. soul. Pam Madison, who's also dead. God rest. Oh, Jesus. So is the... Uh, uh, oh, shit. I worked with him in Vegas. And he's a, a great man, but he's since passed away. The guy we were just talking about last Elvis? week, right? Open up for Tom Jones a lot. Not Elvis Presley. It's Frank Sinatra. That's him. Uh, heavy set. Uh, uh, oh, John Max. Panette. Max. Uh, 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 Max Alexander. Max Alexander. Uh, apparently, if you're a, a, a comic in this movie, you're not long for it's this. It's the curse. It's the curse. The punchline curse. curse. That's what's so interesting about it. It's like it was the height of the 80s comedy boom. And they got good com- real comics to be in the movie and, yeah. and some good ones, but it's not like you would have thought just by, like by the odds of the way things went, that there would have been a Roseanne or a yeah, Seinfeld no. or, a, you know, somebody who ended up being humongous. After I'm texting that. my friend Tom Hanks right now and telling him that there's a curse on the punchline. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Do you think he's actually killing them one by one over the years? <laughs> what if it was him? I don't see why it wouldn't be. I mean, he's still alive, and they're all dead. I'm beginning to think maybe it's his son, Chet. <laughs> oh, boy. Seems like a good guy. Seems like he has it, to, he has it together. Yeah. Do you think... I've got to imagine they don't talk about him at all. Like, at, <sighs> at, at, at family things, or like... You have to... I, this is maybe too mean, but doesn't it kind of reflect a little bit on him and Rita Wilson that, that, that their child is such a shithead? Yeah, I, I, I guess. But right? isn't that a way the kids rebel as they try to do the opposite of their parents sometimes? Yeah. That's a that's I and think your that's dad's nice Tom Hanks. I mean, that's a job and a half, <laughs> right? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, when you go into rapping and uh, anti-vax, shit. but then Colin Hanks is a very nice guy. Well, nice young man. But Colin Hanks has taken the position of I'm I'm my dad's son, kind of. Hmm. But not so. really. He doesn't he doesn't lean into it. But he's but he's he's a naturally nice and pleasant. That's true. Yes, man. I he also it, naturally skips a generation. Oh, maybe. 
No, I don't, I don't think that plays into it. No, I don't. I don't think it plays into it. It's not a grandson. <laughs> anyway, I agree with Chet about vaccines. I mean, Chet's right, <laughs> and he got me on that one video, man. I, I, when he said psych halfway through it, boy, did oh, I! Oh man, I, felt I was for like, it. oh my god, you did no? Oh, oh good, oh no, Chet. <laughs> uh, Garen, so did you like the movie Punchline? I don't. I don't know how to. I don't know. Right? I, I, it's not good. I definitely didn't like the romance thing that that kind of creeped. Gets a little creepy. It's right? uncomfortable. There's no need for no need yeah. for that at all. Right. But. I think John, I know this is a cliche. I think I love John Goodman in it. Mm-hmm. I love John Goodman in anything. Here, here. He, he was in Blue Coy- Brothers 2000. <laughs> he was in Coyote Ugly. And uh, yeah. uh, when he, whenever he would appear on screen in Coyote Ugly, it, was, it gave me the feeling of when you're at a party and you don't know anyone. And then you see someone you know. <laughs> you go, oh God! Hey, hi! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you talk to John Goodman in the kitchen for like twenty you know, five minutes. And then he has to go outside to take a phone call. And there's milling around, and then he pops up later. Oh, you again? Hey! <laughs> but yeah, John Goodman. Very good. Coyote Ugly. Ooh, jeez, whoa! Not a good movie. Is that no. Piper Parabu? Piper Parabu, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, uh, it was Chip Chinnery shows up as a cop. Yes, later. he does. But it was I, it was the very first movie that Vera and I ever went to on a date. We did it as a joke. We saw it at the El Capitan. <laughs> wow! Was, was Why would so, it be at the El Capitan? So bad. It's very bad. Is that before Disney owned it? I guess prior to the yeah, Disney. Yeah. No, it wasn't at the El Capitan. I'm sorry. It was on the same side of that street. I'm, I'm, I forget what it was. I don't know if it, it wasn't at the uh, wasn't at the Galaxy because they have the parking garage where you can't hear anything. I don't know that. It's like one of those parking garages that's too quiet. Like Vanta Black for your ears, like it's just it's just so quiet that you can hear your nervous system. <laughs> Jesus, wait, with the galaxy, it's where the, it's where the, where the knitting factory was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. and that's not there anymore, right? No, no. Yeah, no, 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 that's, that's like a sushi. Maybe I never saw Coyote Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole thing's full of shit. What did I see at the galaxy? That that was a very particular theater. Yes, it, it was, was a weird place to see a movie. Like walking because it's a touristy area. It just area. wasn't convenient. Yeah, it's it's right if if you're not from here, but you've walked down by the Chinese theater and all those stars on the sidewalk. A little farther west. Yeah, but it just all now it's a shoe store. You know what's there? Uh, the DSW shoes. Okay. Yeah. That's I'm just here for the air conditioning in the leg room. Hey, <laughs> get a little shut eye. Uh, Gary, do you have a guess on this? I have no. Um sense of the time frame of this i couldn't tell you when stalin was in power if you ask me but i said death of a salesman death of a salesman that's is so weird that said. was the first thing i thought too yeah that's I don't, interesting i don't even know if they even line up timeline right. wise yeah. but well let's find out what uh, mr spock over there says uh, <laughs> elliot hochberg he's uh, having issues with his phone and apartment uh elliot do you have a guess on this hello yeah i do um so i went russian and so first I thought, well, it's got to be a Chekhov play of some sort. Yeah. Which I still think is probably true, but I couldn't think of the title of a Chekhov play, and I didn't remember if he rewrote anybody's stories. Anyhow, I ended up saying Metamorphosis. All right, Metamorphosis. I, I believe that was performed on stage, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, okay. not, not in Russia, buddy. <clears throat> well. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> Soviet Union. Yeah. Matt, what's your guess? Uh, I, like I said, the first thing I thought it was Death of a Salesman. I wasn't, again, I agree with... I was with Garen. I didn't wasn't sure how that would line up, but then I realized who is the most indecisive, famous Woody character. Allen. <laughs> character though, not a real person. Indecisive a character. character. I went with Hamlet. Oh, you think it's a classic? Yeah. I mean that there's that that's reasonable. Okay. All right, Blaine Capatch, you uh, you you love the floorboards. You love the boards. <laughs> the floorboards. Uh, I I. I 
didn't want to lie. I don't want to lie. I knew what this answer was. Oh, boy. Well, then right. great. Yeah. And, and you'll get it. It's Mamma Mia. <laughs> <laughs> Here I go again. <laughs> uh, because uh, Abba was the name of Stalin's nanny when he was a boy. Oh, oh, wow. And she beat him mercilessly and turned him into the monster that he was. Oh, which was pretty depressing. So he hated Abba <laughs> and hated, especially hated that they would take a song like Mamma Mia and try to turn it into two and a half hours. <laughs> That's a lot of padding. Even, even for a Trotskyite. <laughs> At the risk of trying to, you know, yes, and an expert, uh, did you know that uh, Abba's nanny was Stalin? Their last name was Stalin. Oh, Jesus! It's, it's oh, a wow. Kennedy Lincoln thing. Yep. Oh my God! Jesus! That is freaky. In uh, Russia, mind blows <laughs> you. <laughs> is that your guess, uh, Blaine? It is. It's Mama Mia. It's not a guess. It's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. Gotcha. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't guess, Jimmy. I also went with uh, what did I go with there, Matt. Death of a salesman. Death of a salesman. Okay, right. so three people thought it. Yeah, but, but, but because it, it fits, it, it, it ticks time, the box. Time wise, it does feel about right. It was in the fifties, maybe that that came and out. Cat on a hot tin roof, too, uh, or, or uh, on the waterfront. Hmm. But the oh, streetcar named Desire. I'm that's sorry. what you're thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Streetcar named. But the characters indecisive. The father, depression, the, the the kid. I know. It all. It all. Did I overthink it? That's the question. It, it all lines up. Let's find out together. All right, here we go. It's about Let's find out together. An indictment of capitalism. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Uh, so scathing. Uh, your answer is, we do have a winner. Whoa. We do have a winner. Have a winner. A winner? I can tell you who it's not. <laughs> uh, the answer is Hamlet. Oh, oh Hamlet. nicely done. Wow. It nice. is Hamlet. Good all for right. you, Matt Belknap. Thank you. Thank you. Mamma Mia, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you must have banned two plays, because obviously Mamma Mia goes without saying. All right, so listen, uh, what was everybody's bet? Garen. Garen bet 12. Yeah. Uh, Spock? Seven. Seven. Uh, Blaine, you went with? 25. Of course you did. Yeah. Uh, Matt? 14. 14. I went with 18. Wow. Oh, so you would have beat me if we had both. I uh, I don't know. I thought the theater, maybe I had a shot. Sure. Uh, that's a good. That was a good question. Yeah, I like that one. It was yeah. a good question. Obviously, good question. I like it. I got it right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy, do I wish it was Death of a Salesman, though. That's what I w mm. wish would have happened. You you I wish won. it was I Vampire Lesbians of Sodom. <laughs> <laughs> again, probably banned. Probably banned. Yeah. Uh, different reasons. Yeah. Uh, all right. Blaine Capatch has been our guest. Now, listen, if you don't follow Blaine on Twitter and you're on Twitter, you're making a mistake. Mm -hmm. Blaine Capatch and Chris Regan are the two reasons I enjoy uh, Twitter. They, they make me laugh in the middle of uh, the hellscape that it is. Yep. Of uh, Trump's going to get arrested today. No, he's not. And then bring Mad, uh, bring Mad TV back so I could uh, make this joke, says Blaine Capatch on a regular basis. And Lawrence then, Henderson and the machine. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. I uh, truly, uh, we, we talk about it all the time in our house. Danielle and I will say, did you see Blaine's tweet today? And uh, we have that's legit conversation right. because we've enjoyed it. So we want to share it. And then Oliver goes, I don't get it. What's Mad TV? And then I, <laughs> then I and you know this, I ground him. Yes. Right. <laughs> it's, it, you could just uh, have him wear rubber shoes. Same thing as grounding him. Just it, insulates him. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lightning strike. Absolutely. That's Safety. A, uh, Electricity joke. joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not the volts that get you. It's the amps. <laughs> Power surge humor. What uh, are you talking hey. about? Hey, <laughs> now you're doing Making It, where they do that pun off. You ever yeah. seen they do the pun off? Yeah. Did you watch this season of Making It? I'm a little behind, but we did just watch one a few nights ago. Maybe. Zoe is over it, uh, but but Charlie still likes we, it. We finished it uh, the other night. Okay. It is not the David Naughton program. <laughs> uh, are you guys revisiting Making It with David Naughton? It's great. I'm a little, I'm at the point where I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated 
that uh, like handsome pitcher man is sticking around where other people are getting knocked out. I feel like I, we just watched the week where the the big guy that looks like um, like a giant David Cross. You know, yes. That guy, uh, the guy who made the Viking mantle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like that was a little unfair that he got not he got bumped out where the guy, the uh, baseball player guy just made like a, a an American flag out of baseballs. The, the that guy, though, uh, previous weeks has sucked. Yeah, so I, I, th- I think he, I think he got it kicked was, out like we hadn't watched it in a few weeks. So I kind of forgot about that about him. Like he should have been kicked out week one. I guess that's true. So I think they finally went. But don't week. you think baseball? Got, well, you, you've seen the whole. I can't answer. You can't, you I can't, can't answer. Yeah, I, I refuse to answer. Make it as uh, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. And it's a uh, it's all positive energy. It really is. Sure. It's um, a positive is in right now. <laughs> yes. That's right. Ted Lasso. But the, yeah, this is a crafting reality competition show. And it's uh, it's good that uh, that I would love if it didn't have a host. <laughs> I, uh, they get in the way. I like them. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would rather just watch these people. I know what you're Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. Blank patch. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, he's at Jimmy Pardo. That's the best way to, get <laughs> to follow him. Oh, wait, no, that'll disappoint people because I don't. Uh, I don't I'm provide the jokes. At out front Jimmy Pardo's house. <laughs> dot nz. Uh, you're also out front with Aaron Burnett, are you not? Is that uh, your program? That's a CNN joke. Oh. You're welcome, uh, Blaine. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. What a it's, joy. It's a delight. It's Let's not make it another 15 years. Please no. It's it's uh, it's embarrassing. Uh, the time that we have apart is almost old enough to drive. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. By the way, Blaine was a writer producer on uh, At Midnight. Yep. And I uh, would always I would always be lucky enough to be assigned uh, Blaine when I would go on there and uh, would provide me with great jokes if I didn't have any or tweak the ones that I had to make them wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help. You're a machine, and just nothing but funny comes out of that. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, coming talk, coming from bones. you, that means coming from you that means a lot. Okay, that's well, the way that you had to say it all the time. I had to make it funny because I didn't want to be sincere. You didn't want any sincerity. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and uh, and I worked with your wife on my big fat obnoxious fiance. Oh my god! And also that show, my big fat obnoxious fiance. Hey, uh, you and uh, or it was uh, Joe Wagner and uh, Danielle and I in a hotel room up in Thousand Oaks for right. two weeks. It was nightmarish, <laughs> and the last day in. In the the hotel, uh, I watched Joe Wagner drink a pint glass of rum and put a washcloth through a paper shredder. <laughs> it was great, but uh, but uh, Danielle made it a wonderful time. Oh, that's nice to hear. She yeah. uh, she's wonderful. As are you. As is Joe Wagner. Agreed. Boy, that's a triple play of fun. That is. Mm-hmm. That is a. I want to be. I don't. I don't close my uh, hotel door. I leave it open, hoping one of them walks past for conversation. <laughs> That's how great Place that the is. Door opens. Hey, excuse me. Is anybody? Oh, it's just Andy Dick making the rounds. <laughs> <I'll> close. <laughs> I'll be having the pop culture piece. Looking over there. There's Garen Cockrell behind Video Village. There's the angry one today. That's Elliot Hogberg. Uh, the honcho of Matt Belknap, our friend Blaine Capatch. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47 gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.